Oh. It's Friday, you bastard. I'm Dr. Neil Clark Warren, founder of MeHarmony.com with more relationship success stories. Hi, I'm Paris Hilton, and I met the most wonderful, amazing, sexy person on MeHarmony.com. <laughs> it's me. I'm hot. We make it easy for people to meet the only person with whom they're truly compatible, themselves. I'm Simon Cowell. My previous relationships were simply dreadful because everyone else in the world is absolutely appalling. But thanks to MeHarmony.com, I met my true idol, me. Take our compatibility survey and see if you're the one who's truly meant for you. I'm Donald Trump. Melania, this is an easy one. I'm divorcing you. I found my true love, and it's me. I love me, and not just for my money. Visit meharmony.com and discover everlasting self-love. 1003 at 560. Hey, listen, Roxy, if you want a few more minutes, you can have it. I noticed you ran a little bit over. No problem. If you want, like, another half hour, because we're getting spoiled these last two days. Yeah, so McGill is back it? with us today who stirred up a bunch of crap, which we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> no, it's your fault. No, it's not. You notice the ner- a nervous laugh, Josh? Whew. Nervous laugh. He's probably farting a lot, too. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. You're well, there you go. You there you go. The That's the proof. Some people, when they get nervous, they start, like, tapping their foot, you know, uh, uh, start sweating a lot. With Miguel, he starts farting like a maniac, like he just had 18 bean burritos. All the matzo that was out here. Yeah, we had the bagels and matzo out there. Who's the genius that came up with the idea of having bagels on Pesach, huh? Although you don't have to be Jewish to enjoy a good bagel. That's what Josh said. That's yeah, right. a couple. I wasn't going to eat couple. matzo, man. Oh, good, good choice. Well, let's see. Let's get this other stuff out of the way before we get to this hysterical email from Joe Bell that I just got. It is. See, I told you he's Clarabelle. I told you that. Clarabelle used to, like, squeeze his little horn. I don't have any horn sound. I don't think. Let me see. I got, like, uh, no, I got this. I got that. That's not too good. No, got no horn sound. But anyway, he would uh, squeeze a little horn, and then kids would, ha, 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 like that, laugh a little bit. Not hysterical, but just a little chuckle. That's Joe Bell, Clara Bell. What a clown. Anyway, here's the uh, bad news from over in that part of the world. I'd like to get this out of the way every day. Why do you do that? Because I think people ought to know what a bloodbath is going on. Plus, it ties into our poll today. What about Iran? Eleven employees of a building company in the su- uh, southern Iraqi city of Basra have been kidnapped and killed. The officials said they were kidnapped yesterday and then killed it. Gunmen have recently mounted a spate of raids on businesses in Iraq, kidnapping, killing, uh, killing, uh, kidnapping and stealing money. Killing. At least three people have been wounded in two explosions near New Delhi's main mosque, according to media reports. And if you go to the deli, don't get a sandwich. Not during Pesach, okay? Unless, uh, I guess they don't make sandwiches on matzah. I never really thought about that. You couldn't, could you make a sandwich on matzah? I guess you could. I guess you could put, like, peanut butter and jelly no, on No, not peanut butter. Yeah, I guess peanut butter is okay. Peanut butter and jelly for Pesach. That's what very jackass is probably eating. Oh, yeah, I saw your column, Barry. Pretty lame. Pretty weak. When you start kissing up to Jim Barry on Channel 4, then you know it's really lame. I thought Roxy sounded okay there. I thought he sounded like uh, kind of human. Yeah? I don't mean in vocal uh, tone. I'm not talking about that. He's a little on the uh, squeaky side, but I'm just talking in general, you know, like. Like a mensch. Pretty good guy, I think. I'll tell him you said so. Well, no, don't don't start. Don't start. Don't I, I, know, I know. I never met the guy. I'm never going to meet him. I'm never going to see him. Okay. Well, like can... a Brian Schmutz. You heard it the other day. He comes in here. Oh, are we going to see you? Uh, no. Never again. If it was good enough after the word WW2, it's good enough for me. Never again. Get it through your head, Joe. It ain't going to happen. Okay, sweetheart? Not going to happen. 
Leave me alone. Anyway, here's a, just one more quickie from Cairo. See, it's all over the place. Egypt, India, Iraq, Pakistan a couple days ago, the Pakis. Worshippers at three Christian churches in Cairo, Egypt, came out of attack from knife-wielding assailants during Mass today. Happy uh, holidays, by the way, all you religious sketchies out there. Police said one worshipper was killed, more than a dozen wounded in the simultaneous attacks in the northern city of Alexandria. Police are searching for three men, one in each of them. The search is on. That exciting? More good news from over there in the Middle East, where we're democratizing that part of the world. Of course. Okay, here's the poll result from yesterday. There's too many names on here. We left off some very obvious people on here, and we apologize profusely. We left Carol Burnett off. Oh, no, she is on there. Oh, thank goodness. I thought, boy, how can we leave her? Not that I liked her all that much. She was okay, but she was like a, uh, did we leave Mary Tyler Moore off? No, she's on there, too, and didn't do anything. Good. Like I said, we got them all. Who's your favorite all-time TV celebrity besides those the two guys that play on Supernaturals who sleep in the same room in a motel? Johnny Carson, 148. Nobody came close to Johnny. Let's hear it for Johnny. Oh! Rest in peace. Jackie Gleason, 108. Rest in one big piece. 108. See, the dead people. In fact, the top three are dead. Carol O'Connor, edged out your boy. Carol O'Connor, 97. Jerry Seinfeld, 90. Okay, not even all that close, really, when you come right down to it. How many votes did we have when I shut this thing off? 1226. David Letterman, 68. Bill Shatner, 62. Phil Hartman, 52. Lucille Ball, 48. Lucy! James Garner, we discovered that that's one of the few shows, one of the few TV shows in history where all the people who are on it are dead. At least, you know, from, although that was on in the 50s, right? 50s, maybe early 60s, I'm thinking. I'm I'm sure there's plenty, although uh, there are other shows in the 50s, like uh, Flipper, Luke Halpin's still alive. I wouldn't be surprised if Ranger Ricks, now didn't he die? The guy that played Ranger Ricks? I don't know. Well, I think he did. James Garner, 43. That's a bad show, but we like the theme from Rockford Files. Excellent theme. Bob Newhart, 29. Not even remotely funny. Used to be very funny 100 years ago. John Stewart, 27. That was a late addition. If we'd have put him on right from the get-go, he'd have gone zooming up there, don't you think? Yes. Steve Allen, 26. Dave Chappelle, 25. Another late addition. Without Wolf Blitzkrieg. Late addition. Barbara Eden, 25. Andy Griffith, 25. Still alive, old Andy. Chris Farley, 24. Fat, dead. Elizabeth Montgomery, 21. Carol Burnett, 21. Also still alive. She's, I wonder if she still has that thing with her ear, you know? You know the thing she used hello. to do at the end of the show? Say hello. Do you know what that was? What she used she to was like saying hi to her kid or somebody, right? Oh, yeah. Some stupid thing. Alan Alda, 20. Howard Cosell, 19. Michael J. Fox, 19. Sherman Helmsley. That's George Jefferson, who's uh, 18. Ernie Kovac, 16. Dead a long time. Paul Lynn, 16. She's also dead. Jack Benny, 14. Milton Burl, 10. Dick Van Dyke, 10. Bill Cosby, 9. Bob Barker, 9. Sid Caesar, 8. Sid Caesar was great, but he always made me nervous watching him. He always was like a little uh, hyper, you know, like shaky. Uh, yeah. Sherman Hemsley's back on TV right now. Gay. Jack Parr, 7. Farrah Fawcett, 7. Alfred Hitchcock, 7. Susan Day, 7. Regis Philbin, 7. Late edition. Sorry, Regis. No, remember, he was on there. Well, he was on there? Yeah. Oh, that's right. We thought he wasn't on there, then we found yeah, he was. He him to crap. Telly Savalas, six. Oprah's got six. Well, we apologize for that. We're going to find those six people in bada-bing. Lee Major, six. Raymond Burr, five. Gay. Ron Howard, five. Jack Lord, four. Phil Donahue, four. Henry Winkler, four. Gay. Tony Dow, four. Jack Lord is on there twice. That, that, you know whose fault that is? That's somebody who called in yesterday. Remember when I got suckered in? Right. We left him off. Mm-hmm. So he's got eight. So zoom Jack Lord way up there. 
Ed Wynn, 4. Bill Bixby, 3. Ed Solomon, 3. Buddy Epson, 3. Now, let's see, he's dead, right? Or am I, I, I can't keep track anymore. Too many of these old time. Buddy Epson. Think he's dead? He was Barnaby Jones. I'm sure he's dead. Jay Leno, 3. He ought to be. Larry Hagman, 3. He's been dying for a long time, man. This guy's got more liver problems. Yeah, he's dead, by the way. Who? Buddy Epson. I, I knew that. I thought you were going to say Larry Hagman's dead. I know his mother's dead. Mary, uh, what was her name? Mary Martin. Peter Pan. Gene Rayburn, 3. William Conrad, 2. Also dead. What a shame. He was fat, and now he's dead. See? Bill Cullen, 2. Peter Graves, 2. Mary Tyler Moore, only 2. Good. Arthur Godfrey got 2. Probably from anti-Semites. Lauren Green, 2. Florence Henderson, 1. Michael Landon, 1. And no votes. Oh, oh, God. No votes for David Cassidy, Richard Boone, or Dick Clark. We're very pleased about Dick Clark at none. But poor Richard Boone, paladin, medic. What the hell did he ever do to you guys? And David Cassidy, the guy with the eyes, is going to be like crestfallen. You fairy. He's going to be really P.O.'d. Okay, let's do the break. we got a whole four hours today. Oh. So we better start slowing down here, you know? I'm out of practice talking nice and slow because uh, we really had a rush the last two days with those two-and-a-half-hour shows before the Marlin games, which Perfect. they won a game yesterday. Oh. How about that? They kicked some San Diego ass, 9-2, to two, in front of an announced crowd. I, I love the way they always put in the papers, an announced crowd of 8,191. You know what that really means? That's like saying, if you really believe there were 8,000 people there, we got some real cheap land in the Everglades for you. When it says 8,000, what does that usually mean? Three, 4,000? Three. And I, I watched, you know, little bits and pieces. I certainly wasn't engrossed in that game yesterday or didn't have much interest. But I, I noticed that every time there's a foul ball hit that goes back in the stands, we no longer see any shots of the stands of who's in it on the Marlin telecast. And I'm sure that the directors and the cameramen are uh, instructed, don't you dare, you know, you know what I'm saying? Don't you ever show that. As opposed to when I get the feed from the uh, visiting team, as opposed to the Marlin feed, and they, they thrive on showing it over and over again. Hey, look at this. Look at this bozo market, man. There's nobody here. Although San Diego, I don't know, they'd really draw all that well. Because last, uh, you know, they won, yeah, they, the, do okay. uh, they won their division, and they like uh, were the only team in the division over 500. I think they finished like two games over 500, and they won the yeah, West. Yeah, the West last year was. Yeah, because everybody else stunk in their division, so yeah. they wound up winning by default. And any, any team that's got those uniforms anyway ought to go back with the tail between their legs. 10-13 at 5.60 WQM. Happy Friday. It's Good Friday. It's Pesach. It's uh, even, even Clarence took the day off to celebrate. He's, he probably is home uh, with his head between his legs. Or maybe Robert Creepers. Hey, what's better than staying cool and comfortable all summer long? How about getting an instant $1,200 cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better, you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking care of Tri-County area families for three generations. As a carrier factorized authorized, let me say it again, carrier factory authorized dealer. I thought that's what I said. Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction. And that guarantee is backed by carrier, the people who invented air conditioning in the first place and have now invented the carrier infinity system. This one actually performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself for maximum efficiency. To maintain maximum efficiency on your current air conditioner, what you really ought to do is join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Twice a year, they inspect and tune up your system, and then if you ever have a problem, you'll enjoy priority same-day service and 10% off any needed repairs. You get all of these things, all of these things. for just 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose the two-speed infinity system with Puron or peace of mind all year round with a comfort club, either way, make the smart choice, the Royce choice. Call Royce Air and Heat toll-free and tell them that old Neil told you to call 1-800-377-0075. 
That's Royce Aaron Heath. Toll free call 1-800-377-0075. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins are number one. <laughs> yes, we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins are number one. Look at them, Dolphins! Melania, I'm not asking, I'm telling. Push. I can see the baby's hair. George, Carolyn, are you getting this on tape? Melania, push. Still more hair. Terrific. Doc, question. Melania, not now. Doc, will she get stretch marks? Uh, there's a chance. That's too bad. Carolyn, get my lawyer on the phone. George, never mind her. Camera on me. Melania, push. The baby's coming out. Doc, what is it? Congratulations. It's a billionaire. Perfect. I'm out of here. 1018 at 560 WQM. We got 821 votes. We'll make that 1,000 today, I think, guys. Oh, sure. 821, no sweat. What's your take on Iran? Impeach Bush before we have another invasion, 449. That seems to be the popular. That's what I voted for. Impeach his ass now, like before the weekend. We can't even handle Iraq, 134. Good point. Things are not going swimmingly well. My vote. Uh, blow them off the map, those Iranians, the Shmata heads, 104. No more killing, no more lies, 85. I just thought that sounded pretty good. Wouldn't that be good for like a bumper sticker? No more killing, no more lies, 85. They aren't a threat to us, 26. Yeah, but what does that have to do with anything? They're snappy dressers, 23, just like me. And I hate this pool, three. Only three. In other words, uh, of course, we just put that on there, right? Well, even so, I guess they, like, they like it. It's timely, man. Timely. Should we have another debacle? Should we send a bunch more people over to get killed? At it? Huh? Should we start seeing more horrible pictures of women and the little children getting bloodied and butchered? Anyway, I got an email about, uh, let's see, 25 minutes ago, which I found most amusing. <laughs> Not fall down on the floor, you know, slap your ass uh, with both hands uh, that funny, but amusing. In fact, I'm not sure whether it's amusing or disturbing, and I'm sure Miguel had his finger in this. I can smell it. Oh, yeah. I've smelled that finger. Now, are you, you tell me you weren't involved in this uh, whole debacle? No. You're not one of these people who's part of this consensus that if I would just come down there, we'd sell zillions of these CDs? I know you better than that. Oh. Anyway, our total, which Miguel did finally give us this morning after a lot of prodding and pleading, 22735 for that about 30, about 30 man. CD in the T-shirt campaign for Abandoned Pet Rescue. In other words, we're sucking wind. We're not just not doing it, which is why I didn't want to do it again in the first place. The handwriting's been on the wall for years now, the law of diminishing return. and the you know Plus the fact that a lot of people don't have any money now. Post Wilma, three bucks a gallon for gas, and people are just uh, don't have an awful lot of discretionary funds. Plus, there's another thing too, and that is that an awful lot of the bits around that disc, they've been on previous ones. And so, if you'll notice, if you recall that these appearances that we used to do, a lot of the very same people, and we appreciate their money, although not necessarily appreciate seeing some of them, but um, would show up over and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So a lot of them have already got, like, uh, the bridge tender and young Neil and uh, all these things. bits. 
And we did that poll a few days ago. But anyway, with all the other problems that we've got at QAM and all the other uh, crises that seem to be swirling around us, it's just astonishing to me that our general manager, Clarabelle, has got the time to be worrying about our CD campaign. This should be your biggest problem. That's what I would tell you. This should be your very biggest problem. Anyway, here's the email. Because it doesn't say not for broadcast or confidentially or any, any of those things. Neil. Like you, I've been disappointed in the sales of the about 30-man CDs and T-shirts to benefit of Band and Pet Rescue. Now, let me just point out that going all the way back to the INZ days when the Bird and Fat Rich used to like, we used to sell cassettes, that predated the whole CD thing. And they would, like, uh, take home the, the master copy, and they would, like, uh, in their spare time, they'd, make, they'd dub copies of the cassettes. And we'd, we'd sell cassettes for charity. So that's, uh, what, about 20 years ago. Oh, we had cassettes, too. In the, in the beginning, yes. Well, what do you mean we had cassettes, too? The no, no, but I'm, I'm just saying only cassettes. Oh, oh. Didn't have no CDs. At any rate, so I've been doing this a very long time. We've raised well over a million dollars for charity in that period of time. I don't know what, it, what the total is. Probably a couple million. Camilla's House, Center One, Abandoned Pet Rescue. And as the years have gone on, it became more of a pain in the ass because they're just, uh, oh, uh, uh, I ordered mine three days ago. It's not here yet. Can you tell me when it's going to be? Yeah, you know, all this other crap that goes on. It's just, you know, in addition to which, every year I would put up the seed money, and then the people on the radio station would contribute money. I would embarrass them into doing this one, give a 1000 this one, give 500 you know. And so that helped to goose the total up substantially, too. So if Beasley Broadcasting are so concerned about whether this thing isn't going well, why, why, don't, why don't they just leave that $5,000 in there? I'm sure they've already taken it back. They put up the seed money this year out of the kindness of their heart because I wasn't going to do it. See what I'm saying? That five thousand uh, dollars is is being taken out, and I'm sure that's included in the twenty-two grand, isn't it, or not? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Are you are you serious? Yeah. So that means we really got seventeen thousand. If you take that out, which they will. In fact, they probably took it out already. We want our five grand back. Anyway, it's like you have been disappointed in the sale. Yeah. And talking to people here, the consensus is. The consensus is, I wonder how many people, <laughs> and I'm sure Miguel was one of those people. You tell me that he didn't talk to you about this? He did not talk to me about this. In talking to people here, the consensus is if you would come down and do a personal appearance, we'd sell a ton of them. Now, I already discussed this with him once before. I think maybe his doggy Alzheimer's is kicking in or something like that, his clown Alzheimer's. And I told him unequivocally, no, no that's not going to happen. I didn't want any part of this in the first place. I didn't want anything to do with it. I thought it was a bad idea. Even Miguel's been sitting there off the air. I don't know what he's going to say on the air because he lies a lot. But uh, agreeing that it was a bad idea. Didn't you say that? We don't want to do it? Because you didn't want to do it. No, no. Oh, Jesus. That's what I told you off the air, too. You're full of crap. Is that what he said, Josh? Yeah, actually, I think he did. No, it's not what he said. That's what I said. Not, not back in the beginning. It was a, at least your, your interpreter, George Rodriguez, he was saying that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of work, it's a pain in the ass, and you don't want any part of it. That's what he said. And he didn't want any part of it either. Am I right about that, Josh? Yes, you are. Yes. And Josh didn't want any part of it. Not that he's got anything to do with it, but he, he just, you know. Yeah, I still put his name on it. He's just going along with it. I beg your pardon? I still put his name on it anyways. <laughs> Hey, Joe continues, listeners are always asking when you're going to be in the market. If this is something you consider doing, WQM would pick up the cost of the plane ticket. Well, let me just tell you this, Joe. I don't fly coach, okay? A big uh, spender like me, I don't fly coach anymore, cattle. 
I fly first class, so that would be about 1700 bucks. So rather than wasting the 1700 bucks on a plane ticket, why doesn't QAM put in the 1700 bucks toward the uh, charity there? That would get us almost to 25 grand. See, wouldn't that be a good, a more creative idea? In addition to which, if I came down there, and then he says, we could do a Saturday in May at a high-traffic location like Aventura Mall. I think the results would be huge. Let me know what I think. Well, let me give you a real short answer, okay? No! Right, two-letter answer. No. Just like I told you before, but we're going through this again. No. First of all, Saturday in May sounds like working on a Saturday. I don't work on Shabbos, okay? It's against my religion. There is no chance. Well, he wants me to work on a day off and come down there and schlep down there. Uh, in addition to which, how much would we raise? Now, we've been through a million of these. Uh, on one of our best days, would we raise 1700 bucks? Maybe? Cops? You know if you were there, you would tell a lie. That is the truth. Is that an answer to what I just asked? I'd say that's about right. I'd say about 1700 Maybe. maybe no, you, would, you would put over two. Easy. Maybe with luck, no, 2000 Easy. You park your ass over there at uh, John You're so full of crap, man. You, you, we went out on these van hits this uh, this year, and well, we were we were getting bumpers, man. Yeah, I have the difference in writing. It shows. Well, it shows what from when you did appear. Oh, so in other words, you are you are behind this. <laughs> I I am not behind it, but I agree with it. The difference in writing between what when we did the 2001 CD, we raised yeah, but that's when we had an audience on the station. Well, that, that's when know, we that's had a, an audience on WQAM. You're expecting me to extract blood from Iraq, from Iraq. From Iraq. Yeah. Just uh, so well, you're talking bananas and potatoes here. One's got nothing to do with the other one. And what was the big difference? $97,000 down to 50. Down to 50 when? When did we do the 50? 2002-3 CD. Yeah. That was in a three-month campaign. We got right. $20,000 here, and it's a two-week campaign. 22000 So we're not doing that bad. No, we're not. I told you. That. Well, like I told you, if you get off your ass and get the van out there again next week when George is on, you can uh, keep this thing going. We'll do it. That, 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 it's all up to you. I don't. I don't really care. You know. And, and I could come on here and pretend to care, like, oh, I'm really upset. How dare you people not, you know, do like a stern thing? I, I don't care. You know, you know, from a pride standpoint, how can you have any pride when you work in a place like this where everything they tell you is a lie, you know? And then they've got the gall to send you an email like, oh, I'm disappointed. That, you know, something, like I said, that should be our worst problem. We're on a station now that's doing like one shares in morning and afternoon drive-in men in our target demo, and our general mangler is worried about the About 30 campaign. This, this should tell people a lot, you know? Because the consensus among the people I talk to is we ought to be worried about taking care of business. That, that, that's the consensus. I've talked to people who actually own a radio and actually know a little bit about it. They think that we all ought to be worrying about more important things than selling CDs, you know? I mean, if we were like Blockbuster or something like that, then we ought to be worried about selling CDs, right? In addition to which, it's on our website. It's right there. Maybe QAM could put it on their website. Is it on there, on the QAM site? No, you're nowhere to be Because we don't even have a link from them because they don't want to be associated with this filthy show, okay? That's correct. So, you know, that, that's the tremendous support we're getting. But, in other words, creating more work for me to come down there and put up with a lot of those retards that show up at these uh, <laughs> appearances in order to... Come on, you know you tank. miss the guy with the eyes and fanny pack guy and... You know you, know you miss him. 28 past <laughs> 10 at 560 WQM. Hey, all you horse racing and poker uh, player fans, Pompano Park Racing and Poker has all the plunging action you want and a great way to celebrate tax day tomorrow. 
Pompano Park tomorrow is hosting a tax relief day with everyone age 18 and older getting a free entry blank to win part of a $1,000 giveaway, baseball tickets, I think mine, or maybe a vacation trip on Discovery Cruise Lines. You could win 50 100 150 200 or $500 in cash. That will take away a lot of people's tax day blues. Located just a half mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike, it's easy to get to Pompano Park. And best of all, like always, like they've done for years, they offer you free admission and free general parking every day. In fact, they'll reach right out there and grab you with a butterfly net and drag you in. Live harness racing in the smoke-free poker room open every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday like today. Poker gets underway at noon, goes on until midnight. And live racing gets underway nightly at 7.25 p.m. Also, don't miss on Wednesday, Dollar Nights. That's when draft beer, sodas, hot dogs, and more are just a buck apiece every Wednesday starting at 6 p.m. And also, Pompano Park. I mean, there's so many also's because there's so much going on. Plus, slots coming soon, too. Pompano Park is open every day, seven days a week and nights, featuring the best in simulcasting, harness, thoroughbred, highlight action from all across North America for you to watch and plunge your brains on. Don't forget, though, to come out tomorrow, April 15th, for Tax Relief Day. It's happening at Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current racing schedule, call 954-972-2000 or on the Wicked Web. It's pompanopark.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Friday, you bastard. Down in Santa Fe at the Tokyo Cube Cafe. I heard some truckers talking there. Here's what they had to say. I've got a trailer full of Mexicans. Drove across the border just today. Tall ones, small ones, chubby with lofty. Dark ones and colorful ones with green around their teeth. I've got a trailer full of Mexicans. If I could kill them now, I could be rich. They don't seem to mind risking their lives to earn a buck, and now we're digging a ditch. Just to earn a buck, and now we're digging a ditch. Just to one buck, and now we're digging a ditch. The ones that are smart will work for Walmart. We're about to say the thing in the day. I've got a terrible of excavation. Someone's still alive to set my day. Milk and honey, America's share. The team's a teacher, won't you talk about? I've got a terrible of excavation. Hope they pick them up so I can pay. It's a 10.35, 25 to 11 o'clock. Here's that schedule, 2 o'clock. It's Geldy. Oh, my God. When does that stop already? Uh, Mad Dog at Finnegan's Way, 4 to 6.30. The Roberto Luongo Show with Morgioli at 6.30. And then we got the Marlin game. Man, there is going to be a crowd there tonight. Well, it's the weekend now, you know. That's right. Although it is Good Friday and it's Pesach, so that might, like, uh, cut it down a little bit. Marlin's on deck at 7. Marlin's and the Washington Nats with Dave Van Boring and my good friend Roxy at 7.35, followed by the Ed Kaplan Show. And Jeff, yeah, Roxy seems like I didn't hear any of the show because you were busy feeding me a bunch of propaganda. But uh, he sounded okay. Yeah, he did fine. I listened on the way in. Yeah. It was good. In fact, I'm thinking maybe Roxy and, well, anyway. 
What? Oh, don't now, listen. You got some nerve to be laughing. See, you could tell. The, even the audience can tell by all the propaganda you were just spewing there a minute ago that you're behind this email. No, I am not. Even though you deny, I mean, you're one of the. You're part of the consensus. You are the consensus. <laughs> Trust me, I am not. I mean, other than Raleigh out there, who has, uh, you know, no clue even where the damn station is. Uh, other than that, we don't have anybody in promotions. You're it. You're the promotion man. Yes, I am. And the fact that you're giving all these statistics now, you're spitting out. Well, I'm right giving them to you. And you I beg your pardon? I give, I'm giving the stats to you only. Yeah. Nobody else has asked me Well, anything. what stats? You, you give me totals about how well, much total, we did. Whatever. I'm going to say it again. If I came down there, we did an appearance at the Aventura Mall, where the average age is death plus 10, by the way. Well, I wouldn't we've, put you there. Huh? I wouldn't, I wouldn't take you there. Well, that's what he's saying. This is how much Clarabelle knows about uh, the promotions, okay? Aventura Mall. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on Hitler, okay? Go in there. I, you know, the only good part about Aventure Walls, they got that good, at least they used to have that good ice cream place in there. Was it a Ben and Jerry shop, I think? I don't know. You know about the ice cream, man. No, I, I'm not asking you. I'm asking Miguel. We're, we're, didn't we go there? We did the thing there. I think it was on this station. Sure it was. No. And you just the, weren't there. No, the huh? two I did with you were at Specs and at the uh, that Pizza Loft. Oh, well, Specs is out of business, and Pizza Loft uh, we have no relation with anymore, at least Correct. I don't. So what does that tell you? See? It's not, not a good idea. Wherever we wherever we go, <laughs> it's bad luck. No, no, I'm not bad luck. It's like uh, the whole concept is bad luck. Yeah, I'm bad luck. Okay. That, that Specs, that was my first gig with you. Well, and we also used to do them at Peaches, too. Is there any Peaches stores anymore? No. no you got the Larry Flint there with that Hustler shop in Fort Lauderdale where Peaches used to be. Phil Henry and I did an appearance at Peaches there once upon a time, back when he was a good guy. Are you sure? Yeah, he was okay when he was pretending to be a good guy and our friend. And we raised a, a ton of cash there. But even Joe? there, I doubt that we raised more than two grand in one day in a couple hours, whatever it was. If we could and do two grand in And that band. was on a station where Phil had his CD and Rick and Suds had one, and or they had something, and Randy had that uh, TV video thing. We, we had all kinds of stuff, and the whole station was involved in it. See, there's a big difference between that and between, like, laying it all off on me again. See, I had to break the news to you, Joe, but last time I checked, and according to your very own words, which I should start taping, well, there aren't going to be any more of them, but those conversations I should have on tape, we're doing fine here between 10 and 2, at least relative to everything else. We're not kicking big ass like we used to, but we're doing fine, considering we're on a sinking ship. So instead of, like all your predecessors, we're trying to fix what isn't broken, how about fixing what is broken? Which you've got a lot of broken parts, you know, like a car that's been in a massive car crash. Uh, start working on those. I mean, and like I said, why don't they give the 1700 bucks that it would cost for a plane ticket? Uh, throw that in there. I'll throw in a couple of grand. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get embarrassed to doing it. And, and you know something? I wasn't going to discuss this on the air, but because of this email, I'm going to discuss it. And this will probably kill the whole thing right now, and I, I don't really care. And both of you know what I'm going to say. You know exactly one of the reasons I'm sour on doing this, and I didn't want any part of it in the first place. See, I don't like the, the uh, raising money for charity, but the poor little puppies, I care about dogs. The cats, and eh, putty cats, I don't want no part of. Okay, so the fact some of the money will go for kitty cats, I'm not too pleased about that. But I'll look the other way. Yeah. But every time you raise money for charity, and I mentioned this the other day, Camilla's house was all upset because we had the picture of the dolphin players on horseback, a couple of black players in the Wild West with shotguns, and it was a, it was a cute thing. And the dolphin players donated their uh, efforts to it. There was no problem with it. Oh, well, it, uh, that's a racial thing. It's got racial overtones, and Camilla's house doesn't want to be associated with it. Well, so guess what? So all you homeless, starving people out there, you're going to miss your meals because Camilla's house was too goody two-shoes to be involved. So I figured, screw it, okay? Go molest some children or something. Leave us alone. 
And then we had the Center One thing. And, of course, that wound up blowing up when a certain uh, young lady decided that she was uh, wanted O.J.'s autograph at that golf tournament. That screw Ann and uh, Greg foisted on us. You remember that deal? See, th th that's the bottom line. There is nothing good that's going to happen for the radio station, for me, for you guys, for anybody connected with us. There's nothing good that's going to happen as a result of doing this. You see what I'm saying? There's, there's no upside. You there's always a downside. Like having them fly in O.J. Simpson from California at that time and, uh, you know, have him show up in spite of my... It was promised to me that he wouldn't be there. Promised to me. I was assured. You remember that ugly episode, I'm sure. I was an intern then, yes. Well, you remember. Yeah. And so what do they do? Not only do they have him show up, but then your good friend Sam that was at the uh, opening day uh, thing the other day, which is shocking to me, he puts him on the phone and it calls up George uh, to try to get him on the air with me. Like I'm going to put O.J. Simpson on the air. Like everything's a big joke. Yeah, that, that's that's uh, the word I got for it. I can't say it on the air. F it. It's all a big joke. So, this, so there have been just a series of negatives involved in these things, and now I guess I better do the break before I start ripping into abandoned pet rescue. I think you should. Okay. Because you know what I'm going to say, and uh, and you've heard about it, too. I wasn't there to see it, but, uh, you know, George knows. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know what I you're do. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't make it up either, did he? No. No. 1041 at 5. So you see, Joe, but you, you, I have a whole pile of stuff. I got my usual show. We got uh, a couple of calls coming in. But I'm, I'm going to spend some time talking about this because I'm sick and tired of people trying to always put everything off on my fat ass, okay? Till they stick my ass in a box and put it in the ground or in a, my ashes in an urn, it's always going to be, well, what can Neil do for us? Maybe Neil can bail us out, okay? No, Neil's already doing the best he can to bail your ass out, okay? Deal with your problems, not between 10 and 2. And it was the same on IOD, the same crap, all the time. Oh, let's put Neil on at 9.30 now, because we don't know what to do with that 9 to 10 hour. Or let's have Neil come in and hold Rick and Sud's hand for an hour every day between 9 and 10 and do an extra hour for free and goose up the 9 to 10 ratings, which I did. And then what? What's in it for me? Well, what's the upside? Huh? Up a gold star and a purple jelly bean? 10.42 at QAM. Geldy coming up at 2. That should, that should do it. At least, at least Geldy is what he is. Hey, if you think you have termites in your home, I wonder if termites make squeaky sounds. You know, speaking of Geldy. Call Ridded Pest Control today for a free termite inspection. This is the time of the year, man, when it starts. Just uh, during rainy season and all summer long, that's when they start, like, eating your whole house up. Ridded Pest Control uses an amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. They're gone right now. If you have termites, it's the best possible way to get rid of them. You don't have to tent your home. Don't have to worry about poisonous gas, no moving out or hotel stays. No worry about food or pets in your health. They treat your home with this amazing orange oil, and you don't have to leave it all. In fact, when they're done treating your house, the only thing left behind is the clean scent of oranges for just a few days. It's a machaya. Even if you have a termite problem, this is the thing to do. Call them right now. Rid of pest control, and they'll say goodbye to them for a long time. Call right now. Find out about their amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. No tending, no BS, no kidding. Call right now. Ridded Pest Control for a free no-obligation inspection. 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. Be sure and tell them that Todd Gorek told you to call. 1-800-447-4348. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Don't give your eternal close reading. 
These are the things you're thinking of When you're text-cheating Called your dog a defendant, lifted Budweiser as a charity to stick it to the government. And so it's got a business lunch if you're the only one who's eating. These are the things you're thinking of when you're Ten forty eight at five sixty WQM. So be sure and catch Miguel's big appearance next week. He's going to be at Aventura Mall handing out walkers and colostomy bags to the first. Yeah, I have to laugh. The Marlins are doing this thing. The first ten thousand people on Sunday against the uh, Washington Nationals. Yeah, there's only a problem there. That uh... yeah, the problem is I mean, he's better start giving away three for one, okay? Because if they think they're going to have ten thousand people there Sunday for the Nats, they're dreaming, baby. On Easter Sunday, holy moly. Maybe they ought to give out Easter eggs with $100 bill inside each one. Then maybe they might get 10,000 people, but I doubt it. I'll go. And then I love the promo they had yesterday. Just my luck. I turn over for like about two pitches, and then they go to the end of the inning, and they go to the break, and here comes the Fox Sports promo on there. It's the start of the East Division race to the pennant, to the East Division championship, and Don Trell and Miguel Cabrera and a bunch of fine young players. You know, like those are the only two names we got because those are the only two anybody knows. And they're going to be in the race for the East Division championship. Oh, my God. That's almost like those things we were playing for the Panthers there about their drive to the playoffs. and the Playoffs, my ass, okay? I noticed they blew the game again last night there in the last two seconds, only to have Joe Newendike bail them out in overtime. See, it's always us old-timers like me and Joe Newendike. We have to bail out everybody else for their ineptitudes. Now, Miguel, were you at this uh, banquet, dinner, whatever this thing was, this uh, charity event? Yes. You were there? I was there. Okay, so I got, I've got a eyewitness who can verify it, because otherwise they would say... four eyewitnesses. Who's the other ones? George's other two eyes. Oh, I see. Well, you know, you Julio's always to stir up the crap, probably because the dogs don't bark in Spanish. But anyway, so what was this thing? This was a, uh, was this a charity, uh, it was an abandoned pet rescue event? Yes. And when uh, was, when was it? Oh, you, you, huh? I'm trying to remember when even this was. Um, it was an auction, I believe. Yeah. And, you know, dinner and the whole thing. It was very nice. And they had tables set up with the different people who were involved with the charity. Is that what George told me? Yes. And it said there in big letters on the thing, WQAM, George was there, you were there. Yes, and uh, Nareed at the time uh, was there as well. Who? The girl who used to work at Power who uh, introduced us to a band of For a minute there, I thought you said Doreen was no, sitting Doreen. in your lap. And anyway, so the people from Abandoned Pet Rescue saw our uh, table there and the big WQAM sign and George and Miguel sitting there with a smile on their face. And we've raised all this money for them for quite some time. And uh, they uh, walked right on by. Like Dion Warwick says, walk on by. Remember that song? Yes. Walk on by. And they did. Not thank you very much. Not hey, how you doing? Not oh, it's a QM. Nothing. Didn't even acknowledge your existence. Am I right about that? Am I exaggerating? Am I embellishing it? You're correct. I'm correct, see? I am absolutely... Absolutely correct, correct, sir. Sir. 
And so once I heard about that, I thought, well, you know, uh, remember the guy that used to be on the FBI, Ephem Zimbalis Jr.? And that's what I thought, Ephem. Now, granted, she doesn't know George. Yeah. Or no well, George, George told me that there was like a big sign on there saying WQAM Radio 560, where well, we the, raised the, all the this money for sign. you people. Huh? The table sign where you so you, that you know where to sit. Yeah. The table placing card. Oh, so now, now, now you're backing off. Is that I'm it? not backing off. Now that George is saying. on vacation this week, you're like backing away. So you're fair weather no. friend. Fair weather friend. You were supporting him a minute ago. Right and now you're kind of like backing off. They didn't know who the hell he was. Well, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, but wouldn't you think that uh, and from what he told me, they were kind of like going uh, bouncing from one to the other and thanking people who helped them yes. out. And ra right. Is that right? Yes. Well, then why the hell would they leave out QAM? I don't know. We raised them one crap load of money. What the hell do we owe them? Do I owe them something? Do I owe them? Do I have? Do I also have to fly down and go there and pet all the little dogs on the head? Is that it too, Joe? If you'd like. I don't want to. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. <laughs> my dogs are dead. Okay, and believe me, my dogs were fine, and they, uh, you know, and enough is enough already with the dogs. They're, they're, I love dogs, but that's it. Well, the thing with the pets is that it was safe from people to complain about. It was Remember? what? Safe from people complaining about. People complained about doing stuff for Center One. They complained about doing Planned Parenthood. You know, nobody's bitching about Oh, that's about right. It. I forgot we did Planned Parenthood, too. At least, at least they were uh, very gracious to us and very nice to us, Planned Parenthood. Yes. I think that's what we should have done this year. Who came up with this cockamamie idea of doing this abandoned pet rescue again? Oh, well, the Planned Parenthood, that uh, got all the all the right-to-lifers, all the uh, fetus huggers all whipped up out there again, too. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Planned Parenthood, they're a bunch of baby killers. Right. Uh, they were, they were very nice to us, and they were very uh, grateful and sent the plaques and all kinds of stuff, wax and plaques and stacks. And, and speaking of stacks, you know, very easily you could you could open up like a couple of hundred of those CDs, which I think a couple of them would be too much, and, and, and just FedEx me the, uh, you know, in a, in a small package, all the uh, the uh, inserts, the whatever you call those, the uh, thing. Uh-huh. And you I could to... autograph them. I okay. wouldn't have no problem with that. I'll do that. And I would send it back to you. Okay. As opposed to schlepping all the way down there and sitting there with a bunch of retards going, Oh, hi, Neil. It's the guy with the ass. Oh, it's Reverend Jones, Neil. You know, you know who would show up. See, you're laughing because you well, know it's I'm true. laughing because you you're know safe up there in Toronto and i got to see them. I don't want to see those people, okay? I don't, I don't have a the choice. reasons I don't want to do that crap anymore and see the same retards over and over again. Oh, hi, Neil. It's uh, Retardo. They let me out today and... Uh, like, like the crew from Cuckoo's Nest, like they all let him out. And, and I have to sit <laughs> there and pretend I'm happy to see him, you know, because they're schlepping around. And usually most of those people don't spend any money anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like that one there. I bought, I bought all the CDs. And, 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 yeah, oh, well, great. great. I don't want to see anything. it. It's well more worth my while not to see those people. The guy with the fanny pack, the guy with the eyes, with his David Cassidy blow-up doll. I don't want to see those people. No more. I've had enough of it. And, and if that's what uh, if that's where this is all leading, if I gotta like do that, then just write a check and I'll go away. Okay? They can come in here, they can deconstruct this studio and make it back into like a you know a guest bedroom. I can find somebody to hang out in here. Believe me. We believe you. Yeah. And to hell with this. If that's what they want, have Joyce sign the check, okay? Because I'm sure her signature would be just as good as the Beasley's rubber stamp. No, but I'll, I'll send those uh, slips up there. That's a good idea. Yeah. See, I can come up with something creative, and I have no interest in doing it, but I'll be more than, uh, you know, I, I'd like to goose the total up a little bit. It's embarrassing to have 22 grand, and then I find out that five grand from the Beasleys is still in there. I, I don't believe that. I'm sure they got it. At least it's in the total number. But I'm sure that the 5,000 is right back in their pocket again. They, they wouldn't give me five cents. 
So like I said, instead of picking up the cost of the plane ticket, just put that money back in the kitty there for uh, kitty cats and the little dogs for abandoned pet rescue. If you're so concerned about this, Joe, he's disappointed in the sales. Well, you know what? I am too, but it should be my biggest problem. And if you want to see one of my biggest problems in life, Joe, I, there's a mirror in the tea room there. In fact, in, maybe in his private uh, bathroom there in the managerial office, it wouldn't surprise me if he's got a mirror in there. Go in there and look at it. Take a good long look. Because just like I was telling Clarence the other night during our, our uh, gnashing session on the phone, my life is sensational. Everything is great. Like Ray Stevens would say, everything is beautiful. It's dank and gray and drippy today and not the nicest day. It's going to be about 55, 56 degrees. And you know something? It's like being in paradise. I thought and this one was of the main paradise. reasons it's like being in paradise is because I'm not there. This is paradise. Well, you know, something, somebody, somebody else said that. Don't, 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 and look what happened to him and his muskrat. He's doing the muskrat ramble somewhere in New York now again. And believe me, if they ever found out in New York that he was back again, good luck to you. 941 votes. We got almost our thousand at the end of the first hour today. We're kicking big fat ass. We don't need no help from Clarabelle. This 941. is Neil Rogers. Take a puke at that. This is 560 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Rock, 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 rock solid. This is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Jury is considering whether to indict San Francisco's giant slugger Barry Bonds for perjury because of testimony he gave to another grand jury in 2003. CNN is reporting. Josh is pretty PO'd about it, too. Oh, God. If, to... I, if, I hear huh? this, if I hear this story again, I'm just going to jump off a bridge. Promise? Yeah. Oh, I better cancel that check then. I better stop payment. <laughs> Bonds told the first grand jury in December 2003 that he was clean. And they, oh, and they said, I don't think so. They give him the sniff test. The new panel has been hearing testimony for a month about whether the baseball superstar lied about his steroid use during the hearing. Several sources said, this is extremely bad news for Barry Bonds, said CNN senior legal maven Jeff Tubin, because the federal prosecutor doesn't start looking into perjury unless he's got a pretty good idea. He's going to find perjury at the end of the day. The U.S. Attorney's Office would neither confirm nor deny the report. Grand jury proceedings are generally kept secret, of course, except when they start leaking them out. Well, there's the, uh... You offer him the immunity, then you ask him the questions, and then you get him for 18 U.S.C. 1001 lying to federal officers. Exactly what they got Martha for. That's the trap. Uh, and that was the trap that was being laid. Oh, he said Barry was being laid or something like that. Isn't that what he just said? Yeah, that's it. The thought makes me nauseous. Okay, let's let's get a couple of calls on here. Maybe some of our good friends that want to come to Aventura Mall on Saturday, May, or whatever it is. Huh? 
We can ask them if they'd come and out. As a matter of fact, you. why not have why not have a thing at Aventure? George needs the money. Why not give George a little bit of talent fee to go out and do a bunch of these things? Huh? He could use a little something since he's been lied to so much for so long. You say talent fee for that? Hey, what? Why the hell not? In other words, you think he's going to get drag his ass out of bed and go out to Aventura Mall on a Saturday for free? That's what they're expecting me to do. A big, high-paid shot like me, I'm going to come down here at Aventura Mall? God, you've got to be kidding me. Do you know what it's like just even driving around that area by Aventura Mall? Yeah. Forget about it. See, the fact that he's suggesting Aventura Mall, that, that right there reveals his expertise in this area once again. I wonder if they play any country music at Aventura Mall. I think that's their crowd. Maybe country music in Yiddish. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's hear from some of the folks who are just waiting for me to come to the Aventure Mall so they can check out my new wardrobe. Five six and haircut. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. See, I don't think the audience wants to hear that. That's that's one of the reasons I stopped doing with the van hits because it was taking up like half of the show. It's not scintillating radio, okay? It's like putting all these stupid uh, interviews on with all these uh, coaches and these boring people and. Uh, 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 you know, Ira Windbag. If you want to do that to the other shows, it's pretty obvious what the fallout from that has been. If you want to start doing that here, forget about it. Start interfering. Yeah, let's uh, let's start doing that. Spend the whole show talking about the uh, CD thing. Look at that. There's not one call on the board now. Look at that. And when that when that delay catches up in about 15 minutes, then you're going to really see it because then all those people are going to be insulted that I said I don't want to see them. Well, guess what? They're going to say we don't want to see you either. Okay, you fat old fag. Well, good. Then the feeling is mutual. Five six seven oh five sixty. Look at look at this. Is this incredible or what? Have you ever seen this? What dead phones? Well, this dead? This is pretty dead. Well, right before you said that, there were three on, and then they went away. And pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular wireless line. See, this is the interest that they've got because if they if they pretend they got interest, then they figure we're going to trace the call and make sure that they show up if somebody does go out and do one of these appearances. They don't want it. They don't want to be bothered with this. Okay, Joe. See, there you go. There I go. What? Look, I, I got news for you. Okay, these are going to be short. WQAM. Hello. QAM. I speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil Rogers, good afternoon. Good morning. I wanted to ask you, I've, I've been listening to your show for years, the first time I called, and I've listened to you talk about the media today and the war and the president, and I was wondering if you would agree that the media is as complicitous in this fiasco Yes, of course. Absolutely. Of course, they could never, it's just like Hitler, they could never have done it without the help of the media. That's right, with the media sitting back and uh, sucking up. That's correct. Well, I think they're they're afraid of them. I, I think the advertisers might be afraid. There's a couple of old... The media a is sick and needs help badly. <laughs> Tell you what, a couple of old AKs like you and me remember in Vietnam, guys oh. like Harry Reisner would... Right. Would say how many killed and how many wounded today. Right. They they put up a sign. On and then the when Cronkite turned against the war, at that point they said, "Boy, if Walter's against it now, we've lost uh, the public. We've lost support." Correct. And that's because the generals were lying through their teeth, as you recall, Westmoreland and the others during Vietnam, and they were given phony body counts, and the public didn't have any idea about how many kids were coming back in body bags. And just like now with this grave robber we got, that we can't photograph the caskets and all this other garbage. Uh, you know, people uh, people have no personal feeling about this. It's like numbers on a sheet of paper somewhere, not like real living and breathing human uh, people. You're 100% correct. It's nauseating. You hear on the news today, well, three Marines killed by a roadside bomb. Yeah. But 
Well, Pete, let's tell us more about Natalie, and let's hear about that. That's it. Now you're talking. Right. I say... Tell, Tell us more about that are. investigation at Duke, about that uh, stripper that got raped. Let's hear more about that. that. That's the story I was trying to think of yesterday. That's the one for this last ten days now. In oh. fact, they're doing it right now on CNN. They're doing it again. Neil, please, tell us who they are. Don't tell us the soldier was killed. We love those people. We support yeah. them. You Living and greeting people with families and mothers and right. fathers and brothers and sisters right. and wives and husbands and whatever. Right. Tell me their name. Show me their yeah. picture. Make them mean something. Neil, I love you. I love your show. Take care. We'll survive this. So they say in China, pal, Zion America. Good luck, you guys. <laughs> See you. Happy Pesach. See, there's a good caller, and you're giving me a song to dance about the calls. What's wrong with you guys? So negative. Surround with drowning. See, here we go with the Duke investigation again. No charges have yet been filed. There's Mrs. Limbaugh hawking a China. Now, let me ask you this. Do, do you care about the Duke investigation? Do you care about that story? No, I'm good. Ask me if I care about it. Do you? The answer is no. no. How about Miguel? Do you care about that? To care less. See? There's three for three. Even Baby Root never batted a thousand. Even Barry's Bod never batted a thousand. Even with all them roids he's been doing. All that cream he's been smearing. Even he never batted a thousand. Three for three. We don't care. And look at this. It's going on and on. I mean, this story's still going on. Last week it was the kid who was uh, crying and moaning because he put a webcam up and was doing his uh, his deed there on the camera. And, oh, he was abused, you know, something. He knew exactly what he was doing. And now this week it's this uh, thing in uh, Duke University, like, like we're supposed to care. Like there are thousands and thousands of other women who were raped, really, because the story today says that she was drunk. I don't even know. I mean, it's in my pile. I don't even know. Yeah, she was just passed out drunk. And that's not the players who were saying that. That's one of the first police officers to see her reported that, that she was passed out. She was intoxicated. How do you like that? Yeah, strippers, strippers do that. They get a little intoxicated. They get a little intoxicated. That's what Tempest Storm told me once upon a time. As she was flapping her phony uh, apparatus. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, please. Yes, sir, speaking. Neil Rogers? No, Neil Downs. Yes, sir, this is me. How you doing, Neil? I'm doing good. Somebody here from Aventura wants to speak to you. Yeah. Rita Cosby, Neil. <laughs> uh, I got news for you, pal. Rita Cosby ain't old enough to be at Aventura. She's got a hell of a voice, though. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if QM puts her on, at least on the weekends, because we, we specialize in putting people on with bad voices. Maybe she'll be next. Maybe she can do like a two-man show with Lenny Martez. WQAM, hello. Not there, see? See how much they care? WQAM, hello. It puts Pat Quinn in the basket. I got news for you, man. Don't be knocking my boy Pat Quinn. The Leafs last night again. Overtime win. They're still alive. They're hanging by a thread. Let, uh, you know something? I think i got a way to get even with this current regime uh -oh. because they lie so much. No, I, I think I've got the perfect idea. Now, you, you've both been witnesses to hearing Clarence say, Oh, come on, Neil, do a sports show today, just one day. I think I'm going to start doing a hockey show. Uh-oh. What? Yeah. I mean, it's a sports station. I don't want to be out of step all the time. I don't want to be the odd man out. Oh, there's that Mark Crawford. He's getting fired. Sallow, but obviously that most teams find a way to recover. See, there you go. Let's do some hockey stuff, intensive hockey crap. In fact, I think they're doing that game in an hour right now. As soon as they get back from commercial, I'm going to maybe do the whole thing there with Joe Bowen and Harry Neal. Leafs and Islanders last night. You know, they showed... They showed the uh, parking lot there at the Long Island, the Nassau County Coliseum, where the Islanders play their home games. That 
I've been reading about how decrepit it is inside. Even the rats have uh, ran out. But that place is such a dump. It is so unbelievable, you know. Big time New York. Everything in New York is supposed to be the biggest and the best and the glitziest. The Long Island, the Nassau County Coliseum is the biggest pile of turd. No wonder the Islanders play there. WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes, I am. Hey, um, I just wanted to give some props for Keith Oberman. Um, you know, he's probably the only able um, liberal Guy. Don't, don't say it too loud. You might not see him anymore pretty soon if we talk yeah, about it Yeah, every night much. before he goes off, he says how many people right. uh, That's uh, right. have died since right. uh, mission accomplished. So, he's good. He's, he's uh, Compared to the other crap that they got on there, he's sensational. Yeah, and and John Daly, of course, who I watch every night. Well, I've got news for you. They know Rita Cosby. <laughs> oh, she's the worst. Have a great weekend. Bye. Oh, she's the worst. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh. I see, it's like us. It's like on a station. I mean, like I was telling somebody the other day, I think it was my conversation with Clarence, who's probably out sick today as a result of it. Although he did agree with everything I say. He got that from Joe. But, uh, you know, just a child can listen, turn on the radio, and, oh, my God, how can that person be on the radio? they got such a bad voice. And the same with her on television. Against Ottawa at the Air Canada Center, police will be wearing pink ribbons on their helmets. See that? Since I came here, even the Leafs are wearing pink now. <laughs> That's right. First, they changed the name of the baseball stadium to the Rogers Center, and now the Leafs are wearing pink. Yay. Yeah, see, here's Joe Bowen raising money for charity. He's uh, he's not being forced to go to Aventura to do it. You go, Joe. He's the best. Here on the Neil Rogers Hockey Show. Oh! All right. Rumor had the right idea. Get even with these bastards. WQAM, hello. This Sunday, Resurrection of Party. Tickets on sale now. <laughs> Uh, you know, I wish I would have saved the ashes like some people do. I would have sent it to that guy. That guy is so obsessed with my with my little dog. Just obsessed. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, hi, um, I'm a caller. I've been a listener for a long time since the, the days of John Moynihan on QAM. Oh, John Moynihan. Oh, yeah. my God. Did he, did he end up dying, by the way? I, I, you know, it's funny you say that. I was just going to ask. I don't know if anybody there knows. I, uh, I, I think he did. Yeah, well, I used to listen to him and at night. This is like when I was in high school, and then I, and then I would listen to Mercury Morris. Oh my God, he had a nose for sports news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by wait a minute, I, I got wait, I got something special for you. Hang on, sorry. Okay. Here it is. John Boyahan. Wow, wow, that brings back memories. Let me tell he you. He even had his own jingle, and then he even had one. Of... John Boyahan on Sports Radio, Mercury didn't he end up doing the the Panthers like that first season? No, Wasn't he, like, no, the, uh, no, that was Chris Moron you're thinking of. Oh, that's right, that's right. Oh, and then the there was way, always Ed Berliner. Ed Berliner, Oh, Neil, one 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 last thing. I want to say hi to Josh. I'm uh, Billy's friend, Juice. Oh, hey, Juice, what's going on? What's up, buddy? How's everything? You one of Josh's boyfriends? Is that what you said? Yeah, all right. Neil, I love you, man. Okay, see you, Pally. <laughs> he said something about the juice. Yeah, as you showed up at our golf tournament, that's what it was, the juice. Bastard. Murdering bastard, and he shows up. They, they fly him in. The radio station, they spent the money to fly him in just to piss me off, just because I said I didn't want him there at a charity golf tournament in my name, that I, I didn't want any part of that thing either, because I knew it was going to be a disaster, and as usually, I was... Absolutely correct, sir. Yeah. 
they, 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 they took what could have been a very positive thing and they turned it into crap. In addition, which we didn't raise squat from that thing. The net from that whole thing was uh, zippity doo very little. A few hundred bucks. I thought it was like $3,500,000 or something. You know, I, I know. Do you remember the line in, just, just a minute, in The Godfather? I have it. I have it. Here it is. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You're the one in that email with Joe Bell. I told you that. I told Josh that even before you came in here. I said, this sounds like the handiwork of that turncoat Miguel. Nope. In talking to people here, the consensus is if you would just come down and do a personal appearance, yeah, that's you. That is you. I knew it was you all along, Fredo. So listen, Josh is going to take you out fishing this weekend. <laughs> I'm not going. Yeah, you are. Say a few Hail Marys. 14 past 11 at 560 WQM, the Emerald Coast. That's a good place to go this weekend. Just eat your uh, all your cares away. When in doubt, go there and pig out. It's Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet. It's rated by Zagat Restaurant Review. And now every Friday through Sunday night, like tonight, you can enjoy Lobster Fest at the Emerald Coast, featuring delicious Maine lobster thermidor. And every night at the Emerald Coast is Crab Fest, with Alaskan snow crab legs, Dungeness crab, and Jonah stone crabs. The menu still includes fresh oysters on a half cell and a sushi bar with over 30. Different items. The Emerald Coast. Wouldn't be surprised if Greg's hanging out there now that he knows they got sushi. The Emerald Coast also serves juicy, delicious New York steaks cooked just the way you love them, and hand-carved prime rib, and zillions of great, delicious entrees. And on the weekends for dessert, leave room for the Emerald Coast's famous 40-inch chocolate fountain. Stick your fruit in there, baby. Hand dip your own strawberries, marshmallows, all kinds of decadent treats. And check out their all-new-you-can-eat sushi bar featuring sashimi, tuna, tataki, over 20 different types of sushi rolls, and much more kosher for Pesach. The Emerald Coast has got three convenient locations to serve you. They're in Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. Reservation suggested. Call the Emerald Coast and then go really pig out there this weekend. 954-572-3822. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Absolutely. Who's the Scientologist that turned out to be a hypocrite? Shut. You're damn right. Who is the dude that gets mad when they put down some food? Can you dig it? Who's the cat that's making fun of every other religion? Not on. They say Chef is one brainwashed mother. Shut your mouth. I'm talking about Chef. Then we can dig it. He's a two-faced blowhard. But no one understands him but our own hubbard. Nine hundred and ninety votes on the poll. We're gonna have a thousand before eleven thirty. How do you like that? Are you impressed or what? I'm I impressed. Am. A beautiful thing. Right. And you know what? If those people don't want to donate to charity and they don't want those stupid ass CDs and t shirts, that's fine. And you know you notice how fast Miguel like changed the subject when we were talking about that other thing? Because George, the point of that deal is George was uh, he was uh, pissed off about that, and rightfully so. Yes, he was. And he passed it along to me and said it was pretty rude of them just not even to acknowledge our presence there or thank us for you know. And, and as a result of that, I, I'm not I'm not interested no more. I've been burned by these charity uh, things and the all this crap too many times in the past. And so when it was uh, suggested to me by certain people in the building, certain people in the building, I don't want to mention any names. You know what I'm saying? That uh, we oh we got to do something. You know. 
Right. I don't want to mention any names. Duff, get off this instant. That we do this crap again. I, I said, I, I'm not interested. I don't want anything to do with it. And at that point, there were certain people assured me, oh, well, we'll take care of it. You don't have to do anything. Other than spend half your show every day talking about where the van is going to be, and it's going to be at places where in Yenemsville, where our audience wouldn't go if you gave them 50 bucks and gas to go there. Speaking of that bit I just played for this reason, did you see the South Park story? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I saw the episode as well, yeah. These guys are the best. Yes, they are. Banned by Comedy Central from showing an image of the Islamic prophet Mohammed, the creators of South Park skewered their own network for hypocrisy in the cartoon's most recent episode. You go, boys. In fact, my favorite part was when they got the uh, message that they weren't able to uh, do the thing. Excuse me, but I do believe that sucks ass. Yeah. The comedy in an episode. Oh, I wonder if Joyce will approve that, okay? Oh, and I, I got some good news for you. What's that? I found out something interesting about Joyce from uh, Clarence in my conversation. She doesn't have a fat ass. Anyway, the comedy in an episode aired during Holy Week for Christians instead featured an image of Jesus Christ defecating on President Bush and the American flag. I think that's very appropriate. Yes, it was. In an elaborately constructed two-part episode of their Peabody Award-winning cartoon, I wonder if that has to do with Mr. Peabody. South Park creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker intended to comment on the controversy created by a Danish newspaper's publishing of those caricatures of Mohammed. Muslims consider any physical representation of their prophet to be blasphemous. Those schmata heads. When the cartoons were reprinted in newspapers worldwide in January and February, it sparked a wave of protest primarily in Islamic countries. There are people who are dead today because of cartoons. This is the kind of religious crazy people we're dealing with. Not just Muslims, but all of them. The religious people are the crazy people, and the more religious, the crazier, and the more dangerous they are. There is no doubt about that. Absolutely. Now, Parker and Stone were angered when told by Comedy Central several weeks ago that they couldn't run an image of Mohammed, according to a person close to the show who didn't want to be identified because of the issue's sensitivity, because he wants to stay alive and employed. The network's decision was made over concerns for public safety, the person said. Comedy Central said in a statement issued yesterday, In light of recent world events, we feel we made the right decision as executives wouldn't say no more. As is often the case with Parker and Stone, they built South Park around the incident. In Wednesday's episode, the character Kyle is shown trying to persuade a Fox Network executive to wear an uncensored family guy, even though it had an image of Mohammed. Either it's all okay or none of it is, Kyle said. Do the right thing. The executive uh, decides to strike a blow for free speech and agrees to show up, but at the point where Mohammed is to be seen, the screen is filled with a message, Comedy Central has refused to broadcast an image of Mohammed on their network. It is followed shortly by the images of Christ, Bush, and the flag. A frequent South Park critic, that Farbisson William Donahue of the anti-defamation group Catholic League, called, who's always gritting his teeth and talking like he's going to spit blood any second, called on Parker and Stone to resign out of principle for being censored. The ultimate hypocrite is not Comedy Central. That's their decision not to show the image of Muhammad or not. It's Parker and Stone, he said. Like little whores, they'll sit there and grab the bucks. They'll sit there and they'll whine. They'll take their shot at Jesus. That's their stock in trade. It's the uh, second run-in over religion in the last few months for the satirist. Comedy Central pulled a marjorie run a South Park episode that mocked Scientologist. Isaac Hayes, we know, resigned in protest, yada, yada. South Park again got the last word last month when an episode where a chef was seemingly killed and mourned as a jolly guy whose brains were scrambled by the Super Adventure Club who turns its members into pedophiles. Or maybe chef will wind up in the closet there with Tom Cruise and uh, John Revolta. Oh, just wait. And some other well-known people are in the closet. 
Only last week, South Park won broadcasting's prestigious Peabody Award. Awards director Horace Newcomb said that, for, that at that time, that by its offensiveness, the show reminds us of the need for being tolerant. Best show on TV, if you ask me. I don't watch it, but it's the best show on TV. I don't watch it because they never think to watch it, you know? Right. Plus, isn't it on at the same time as uh, Supernaturals? Wednesday at 10. Oh, like I said, it's not even on Tuesday at 9 on uh, whatever network, on the, the WB. 994 votes. I wouldn't be surprised when we come back after the uh, break that we got 1,000 votes, which I think means it's time for Marlin pregame. 997. I know how to make that happen. You know what? How's that? Just a minute. I'll, I'll show you. I'll give you a demonstration. Oh, I know what's coming. <laughs> well, it worked It worked the last two days. We get that Marlin pregame going. We get the Roxy on here again. There we go. Right? Right. Seemed to work pretty good last time. And come on, you guys are so cheap. Give us a lot of money for the charity. Give David Sampson and Delilah a lot of money for that stadium. Let's let's stop holding back, okay? We know every one of you is loaded, okay? You got money uh, under your mattress. You got it hidden away like in mothballs in the broom closet with John Travolta. Let's get with it. 997 on there. What's your take on Iran is our poll question today. See, if I was smart, I would have ran as fast as I can when I saw that email from your close personal friend, Clara Bell. Well, I mean, what nonsense. All the stuff that's going on there, all the unfinished business, all the uh, issues that have been uh, uh, prevaricated about. And he's giving me a sound answer about he's disappointed by the total. Like I said, that should be your worst problem at WQAM, Joe, okay? That should be your worst problem. And by the way, how's your check coming? See, every, every place we've ever been, remember Greg used to put in a grand, and uh, at IOD it used to be uh, Bob Green or Disney would put in a thousand, the company would put in a thousand, you know. Everybody in the place would write a check, 500, 200. And we raised thousands that way. It was a team effort. But even though it's supposedly a sports station, you can't complain about our team because we don't have one. Every year I'd embarrass the Humper. He'd always come through good with a $500 check. Mad Dog, the same thing. Are we going to do that this year? No. No. Huh? And you want to know why I'm not going to do it this year? Why is that? Because I don't want to. 1,004 votes. What's your take on Iran? Impeach Bush before another invasion, 534. 53.1% impeach his ass now. Amen. Before he defecates on the flag again. We can't even handle Iraq, 169. We're going to go into Iran. We're like up to our earlobes in Iraq. Blow them off the map, 132. Really angry people, man. 132. Blow them off the map. Blow them into the Stone Age. I hate to break the news to you. They are already there. No more killing. No more lies, 101. They aren't a threat to us, 32. Well, what does that have to do with it? They're snappy dressers, 29, and I hate this poll. Only seven. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Another stunt rejoin. Well, let me tell you something, my crowd neck friend. Tonight on the Islamic Cartoon Network, it's Pakistan Pig. Abdul, uh, whatever you do, don't uh, eat me, Abdul. I'm disgusted. I'm unclean. It's 11.32, but he is kosher for Pesach. Here's next week's schedule. Look at that. We got Bo, and we got Geldy, and we got... Uh, oh, look at that. Next Wednesday. All right. I forgot oh. about that. That doesn't make any difference. I'm not here anyway. See, they got me on the schedule here. I'm not on. I'm on vacation next week. This goes to show you. Who's making this schedule up? Robert? Probably, yes. Because Clarence ain't here today. Guess what, Robert? I'm not there next week. I'm on vacation, you moron. But happy Pesach to you. Hope you choke on nine pieces of matzah. Let me say it again. Nine. 
big slabs of pizza, of uh, whatever it is, matzah pizza, matzah Christa. So there you go. The schedule is just uh, a nightmare, and that's because Clarence, well, Clarence is looking at his wounds. I'm going to tell you, man, this, this is just unbelievable what's going on. I might have to go down, come down here and forget about going to Aventura. Just come in here and just start screaming. Just start going up and down the hall screaming. What is wrong with you people anyway? Are you out of your minds or what? Huh? Yes. I know that. Okay, let, let's just take a lot of calls today. You know, I'm not, I have this big pile here, but why, why it's depressing? They've been great so far. They have been good. Yes. Aren't you surprised? Aren't you shocked? Shocked and amazed. And we got 1,021 votes. I think we're doing okay. I mean, so the charity uh, spiel, it, uh, they don't want it. They don't want to, okay? And they got a variety of different reasons. We took a poll on it. And uh, quit, quit pushing, okay? You're pushing too hard like that song by the seeds. You're pushing too hard. Just back off. Ease off. Go take care of your other problems. Like the schedule, for Christ's sake, that next week that isn't even right. Now, let's see. Who's working? I guess it's just George and Josh next week, right? Yes. That's, that's good enough. You guys can handle it. Sure. George, Josh, and Maddie Bell. Five six seven oh five sixty. We want to hear from all those people who are waiting to line up at Aventura to get your Shirley's autograph on those stupid uh, CDs that you're not going to buy, and on those T-shirts. Oh, they'd be, they'd be filling up the ballpark with people wearing those T-shirts. How much did we do at the ballpark yesterday, Miguel? Settle. Now that's a lie. Yesterday was the day you told me we had twenty bucks. What? See, this is what's going on. I think we just. We just uncovered the uh, scandal that's going on here, okay? I think what that might have been the day before. The money is coming in, and then all of a sudden it turns to oh, zero. I don't have it. Yeah, but you already told us that Rolly uh, sold a thing out there, Rolly Pulley. He sold something. Then maybe he kept it. And, and you really want these people to contribute to this uh, campaign? We got 20 bucks out there at the stadium, which I'm assuming that was the, last, the, the, the first and the last of the day. Yes, and you're telling me that uh, nobody knows where the money is? Is that what you're saying? You, want, you really want to say that right here on the air when there might be somebody listening? Is that what you want to say? This is what I'm saying. He Mr. Promotion Director. Pocket, yeah. I say that again? He ain't giving me the money yet. No, I want you to repeat what you said before that. It must still be in his pocket. Hmm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How about yesterday on that poll, Rip Taylor? And yesterday's poll, yeah, he was great. He's still dead, by the way. WQAM, hello. Yeah, boring. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes. Did you ever think about running for mayor, Wilton Manners? Yeah, I no, I don't think so. WQAM, hello. QAM. Five six seven. See, I said we're going to take all calls between now and two. What do you expect on Good Friday and Pesach, huh? You expect intellectuals? Intellectuals will be calling in next week when George is on. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. And this clown wonders why I don't want to come down to Aventura and sit and meet all these wonderful people that are calling in, like this last uh, trifecta that we had here, calling from across the street. Five six seven oh five sixty. Last call for calls, then I'm going to go dip right into my ordinary stuff here on the Neil Rogers Hockey Show. How about those Leafs last night, huh? Overtime. Matt Stajan and pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. See, you you thinking that it was going to be like four hours of what we had those first handful, weren't you? Were you really thinking that? 
What? WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello. Yes, hello. Look at this trick in front of me. Hello. 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 WQAM, hello. Oh, who do you think will win the Stanley Cup? WQAM, hello. Yes, thank you. Good afternoon. Uh, I am a Aventura resident. Good morning, yes. Yes, good morning. There's a report you will be at the mall, I understand? No. You won't? What do you mean there's a report? Well, I I, I heard, I just turned on the the show and they said that somebody's going to be signing. Isn't that going to be you? No. Who will be signing the uh, CDs then? Tiny. Tiny? Yes. I hope he dresses a little better than you do. Nah, so I knew, I knew it. I absolutely knew it. It was just a matter of time. Yeah. I'm just counting the seconds, not counting the minutes, counting the seconds. He's going to be all dolled up, man. WQAM, hello. Yo. He's going to have one of the pink uh, bows on his head from the Leafs. Yes, sir. Tiny line. Can't do it. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello, Geldy Line. How you doing, buddy? Okay. Let me turn this thing down here. You know, it's amazing. You know, I got understand if they asked you to come down there, if uh, they did something for you, but they do nothing but inhibit your work, man. They do nothing but right. bust your balls. That is correct. And, and then they that have is correct. I'm supposed, I'm supposed to go down there for a charity thing, which does nothing for the radio station, nothing for uh, the company, nothing for me, nothing for anybody, really. And, and I'm supposed to waste my time and schlep down there and sit and talk to a bunch of dunderheads uh, for three or four hours. And, and we got all this other stuff going on. But everything they do is like uh, throwing a, a monkey wrench in the works here. Uh, that Joe, he, he's a peckerwood, man. He's a, he's yeah, a, okay. See, there you go. Now, isn't that the, uh, that's a show, isn't it, on the WB uh, Everwood? Yeah, it's a good I one. Think he's, uh-huh. I think what he said is Joe's part of that family. I can't say which part. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon. And I think he said that he used to be on the make uh, cameos on Woody Woodpecker is what he said. Now, that was dumpable? I sure did. Okay. I'll write death. that down because I wouldn't have. Uh... It wasn't a bull. It was by me. Okay. okay. Gone. Got the money, by the way. I beg your pardon? Got the 20 bucks, by the way. Why is that? How'd that happen? Uh, he walked in here and gave me the money out of his Well, there you go. See, I, if, if I was him, I'd have come in there and punched you right in the mouth is what I would have done. Because you're implying, you didn't come right out and say it, you're implying that he just pocketed the cash and we're never going to see it. That's what you implied. Isn't that what he said, Josh? That's what he said. said it's in his pocket. Get him, it Rolly. It was in his pocket. Yeah. Well, guess what? If I was you, I'd keep my hands out of his pocket. Get him, Rolly. <laughs> you fairy. What I tell you about those Cubans, man? All the same, sooner or later, you know, even a guy like this with his 18 kids. Just does that to make the Pope happy. Thousand and thirty seven votes on the pool. We are if we could get those thousand and thirty seven people to each send us fifty bucks for that charity. This is Neil Rogers. We can straighten this whole thing out. This is five sixty QAM. It's Friday, you bastard. Dubai Parts World. Headquartered in the United Arab Emirates. In the Middle East. Seriously. Hey, don't worry. We're good at recognizing terrorists. Oh, hello, Abdul. Oh, hi, Mohammed. Hey, I need to check your cargo container very carefully. I hear something ticking. What have you got in there, my friend? Um, alarm clocks? Excellent. Come ashore. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
high ports world. When it comes to safe port operations, we're all you need. Coming soon, Mexican drug lords will take over border security, and Michael Jackson will oversee No Child Left Behind. 17 till noon, it's Good Friday. Aren't we all supposed to be in church now or what? What do you do on Good Friday? Go to church and then what? That's right. And don't eat, eat macaroni I gotta go. and cheese. Macaroni and cheese? That's right. How about a Big Mac? We'd like, we'd like bacon on it. Bacon and cheese and meat. Mmm. Can't get much more trace than that. Except maybe one of them nice pork sandwiches. Coffeeville, Alabama. An English teacher at a small Alabama high school has been charged with having sex with at least four students and allegedly involving one in a plot to kill her husband. Kind of sounds like that Pam Smart thing in New England a few years ago. Remember that? Yes. She talked those kids into killing her husband. And, oh, I didn't do it. I had nothing to do with it. Right. Officials released few details but said the husband, a gym teacher who taught at the same school last year, was unharmed. Well, be careful about those gym teachers. School officials were first tipped off to concerns about the teacher in 2004 by an unsigned letter accusing Sharon Linton Rutherford of sleeping with students, Clark County School Superintendent Gerald Stevens said. Stevens said the school investigated and informed police, but they had little to go on. Then on April 5, one of the students told Coffeeville High School Principal Janice Richardson, who I wonder if, I wonder if she's kin to Bobby Richardson, that he had had sex with a 30-year-old teacher. About 30, man. According to Stevens and the detectives. Authorities declined to comment on the evidence, but arrested Rutherford on Tuesday and charged her with solicitation of murder, rape, sexual abuse, and two counts of enticing a child for immoral purposes. She was ordered held on $55,000 bond. Clark County Sheriff Detective Ron Baguette said two of the victims were under 16, was investigating to determine if more students might have been involved. He said some of the alleged encounters took place on school grounds. I wouldn't have charged her if I didn't have enough evidence to show it's true, Baguette told the Mobile Register for his Friday edition today. Coffeeville High School, about 75 miles north of Mobile in southwestern Alabama, has about 110 students, it says here. This is on the MSNBC website, but they, they made it grammatically incorrect uh, in order to fit in because it's in Alabama. Right. There's about 110 students. Rutherford was put on administrative leave after she was charged. Her husband, James Rutherford, who teaches in another town, didn't return no phone calls. He's mum. Coffeeville Mayor Faye Cotton described Sharon Rutherford as a shy woman and told the register that she and others in the community were surprised by her arrest. Be real nervous about those shy people, like Shy Levy. We've all been talking about it, and we can't figure out is uh, if she really did this, why would she risk everything, just everything? Well, maybe she was horny. I don't know. Maybe she liked them young. Who, who knows what the story was, huh? That seems to be the new thing now. Not, it's not really anything brand new, but like an epidemic of it. Well, like new enough. It wasn't going on when I was in school. No, well, no comment. That, that's, that's always the line, and my response is always, you know what it is. Why, why even waste the breath on it? Five six seven oh five sixty. Yeah, all these teachers diddling their students, man. Well, they're teaching them something anyway. Probably more than they're learning in the class. Thousand and fifty-two votes, boy. This is scandalous. We're doing so great on that poll today, and that's because they're whipped up about Iran. They're a hell of a lot more worried about that than the chick that allegedly got raped today at Duke. That the media thinks that everybody ought to be... Oh, and here's this uh, story. These uh, six people got murdered. This uh, punk. Let's see. Who did he kill? Was it the mother and the father and four cousins or something like that? Kissing cousins in Pennsylvania. Leola, Pennsylvania. And this guy they got on CNN right now, he came on yesterday and he mispronounced the name of the town. Leolia, he called it. Oh, jeez. 5670560. Oh, Come on, let's see if we can't keep these great calls coming so I don't sit here and get Miguel all pissed off. That's why Miguel came up with this fundraising thing because he hates me reading this. He figured it would be a lot more entertaining if I just talked about where the van is for four hours. It's all about me. That, that, that's what you're saying. Yes. That's what I'm saying. 
You're the, you're the promotions guy. Don't be trying to put it off on Rolly and all these other people and Doreen. She's not even there anymore, that bitch. She's not there. Don't be blaming her ass. Next, you'll be blaming Scruan for it. Although she did have her finger deep into that OJ thing, man. She was involved up to her earlobes in that. And then they told Tracy Caraceto, our, our uh, promotions guy at the time, that, oh, you're going to have to take the fall for this, Tracy. And he ran out of there. I'm getting out of this place. These people are crazy. Nice going, Tracy. You did the, made the right choice. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes. Troy, you passed over to you. Uh-huh. Uncle Neil, I love you long time. I actually have a fan, an Uncle Neil fan that you autographed for me from yeah. the other station yeah. that actually promoted you. Yeah. So I just happened to see a car pass me and it has a bumper sticker and it says, yes, exclamation point. It says one what? man... One woman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Marriage, one man, one woman, right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so, bitch I, up, get out of here. 567. You fairy. 0560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How are you, first of I'm, all? Uh, I'm me. I'm doing just fine. In spite of QAM, in spite of Joe Clarabelle. I got a couple of things, not much. Uh, first, I want to say happy 30th. I know I'm extremely late. How dare... About 30, man. Yeah, I, I tried to call you that week, but I was kind of hectic, and the phones were, like, really hot and heavy. Oh, yeah, the phones were hot, man. They were like, uh, we couldn't even touch them. <laughs> Getting third-degree burns. And, um, today's uh, my son's birthday, Julian. He's 12, and he's a huge Neil fan. I know he's listening, so I want to really? say happy birthday to him. And... Thank you very much. And no problem. I, I know it's. I, I'm going to make a request. I know you don't like to play it, but it's kind of long. But it's his absolute favorite. If you could play Young Neil, that would oh. definitely make his day. Oh, I, I guess you can find it. Uh, Julian, see ya, see ya, Pally. Thanks, Uncle. Find the CD. The... It's on there, right? Not playing Young Neil. Five six seven oh five sixty. I could play four times, and then we can go home. Or I could just play Thin Lizzy a couple of times. I'm starting to really like that because when I hear it, it means that we're getting out. Means that we got the Marlins coming up. Although the Marlin game is tonight now, and don't forget Sunday they got that big giveaway. The first ten thousand people that show up get a lobotomy. Well, what are they giving away Sunday? Do we know? No, we don't. Oh, well, what? See how out of touch you are since you. Uh, oh, not, I don't have to do it anymore. Since you jumped off that payroll, man, you don't know squat about what's going on over there. Beside the team sucks, and there's nobody going. Not with what they're giving away. I mean, I'm keeping. Well, what are they giving away? I don't know. I'll be damned. Well, let's find out. We're the Marlin station, and we're not too happy about it. We're losing our ass on it. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm hearing through the, through the rapevine, losing our ass on those ball games. If there's any other station would like to have them, please, please take them. You can start with a uh, Marlin National game tonight. Please, please take those games. Then we can have the Panther uh, game. They, they only got a couple left. The Capital game tomorrow night, which I see is on 1360. And the, uh, the last game on Tuesday against the Atlanta Trashers. That could be a very important game, not for the Panthers, but for certain other teams, like uh, Toronto and uh, Tampa. On Tuesday, that's also being farmed out on 1360. And then I love those promos that say, a, a, a service of 560QM. How can it be a service of 560QM when we're farming a game out to a KAT, a station with a signal from a hell? Well, we just want to get our name in there. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, a couple of times. Get, get in there a couple of times so we have a false cue, so I would start the thing too soon, like that last one, with poor Eddie K. Eddie K., who never stole a freight train, he never even uh, looked at anybody cross-eyed. Unlike uh, Christy Kruger there on Channel 10, Eddie K. never looked at anybody cross-eyed, and they get him to do a false cue on that uh, promo. 
And what are those promos anyway? Oh, listening to baseball on the radio is, uh, well, what is that? Is that an attempt to pacify the organization? That's what it's all about, man. Baseball on the radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As a kid, I listened to baseball on the radio. I listened to great broadcast. What? I said, well, get yourself some Dave Van Horn and Roxy. Like I said, as a kid, it was really great listening to baseball on the radio. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Quick question for you. Um, when I go and play the slots at Hard Rock, right, and you, you got those vouchers and stuff like that. I, I've, a... I've never been there, and I will never go there, so I don't know what vouchers uh, they I don't know anything about what they do there other than that bingo crap, and I don't understand how that works. Well, I'm trying to figure out if you get what exactly you win, because I know Vegas style, you get the money out and you get whatever it is. But they have, like, these cards and these tickets and stuff. I don't know if they take a percentage out of it, and I was just wondering if you knew. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean if they take a percentage out of what? Out of whatever you win. Like, say you're playing dollar slots and you win 250 do you get the exact 250 back because you're using these cards and these receipts and all that other good stuff that you're giving them? I, I would grill them about it next time you go there. I'd uh, pull them up against the wall and say, hey, what's the story here, huh? I'm pretty sure uh, they do because my, when my friend won the ten grand. Oh, uh, they took tax out of that. No, they wrote him a check, man. They wrote him a check. And, and he, didn't, a... he didn't even have to fill out a form? I don't know. He just showed yeah, me the check. I will, I will bet you Miguel's life on it right now. They may have written him the check to cash, but the fact of the matter is he's got to pay tax because if you win more than, I forget what the number is. I think okay? it's 3000 well, no, that's not correct. But if you win more than a certain amount in the U.S., uh, you've got to pay tax on it. You've got to fill out the uh, W-2 form or whatever form it is there right there in the casino before they give you the check. Well, regardless, he got... You've got to show them your right. ID, your shoe size, your goods, or whatever you got, and then maybe they'll write it out to you, okay? And okay. your friend did win the 10 grand. What did he give you out of it? Nothing. Well, why is that? What kind of a friend is that? What kind of a friend goes in there... He paid for a... drinks. He paid for drinks that Oh, whoo, man, what a big spender, man. Well, I sure wish I had friends like that. Paid for the drinks. Last time I checked, the drinks in a casino are free anyway. No, actually, they're not. Only in Vegas, man, not down here. Well, it depends on what drinks you're talking about. The sodas are free. That's why when I go to Woodbine, I come back and I can't sleep all night because I keep drinking all those diet sodas. Oh, God. Can't sleep. I'm just like a walking caffeine bomb all day. Now, can you, you can't drink for free in Woodbine if you're gambling? Not booze. You've got to pay for booze. See, that's the beautiful part of Vegas, man. Yeah, and it only costs... How much does it cost you to go out there? Well, well of course, if, you, if you're smart and you're going to gamble some serious money, they'll pick up your airfare, they'll pick up your hotel. I was just never very smart back in those days. Well, not even that. I mean, I could go in the sports book. I could make one bet, watch a whole game, and just booze for free the whole time. Well, just because you're an alcoholic in denial, I mean, you know, the rest of us uh, can't be responsible for that, you know. In fact, you go out there just to suck up the free drinks. We got guys, we got one guy called Mr. Pension at Woodbine who's there every afternoon, all afternoon, schmoozing with everybody. He lost his pension. His wife, his wife goes to work every day, so he's got nothing to do. She gives him 20 bucks to go there and have lunch. That's nice. So he hangs around all day talking as loud as he can, and, uh, and uh, when he mooches the free drinks. He don't even leave a tip. I, I can't even imagine doing that, talking about being cheap. I mean, you can do it. You're not obligated. There's no law that says if you take, like, a soda off the uh, tray that you've got to leave him something. But if I wouldn't leave him a buck every time, I would feel like uh, unclean, man, unclean, like Pocky Pig. God. Although you probably uh, don't care, you know, being a high ruler that you are. 
Let's face it, you're just, uh, you're just a drunk, that's all. And that's okay, there's nothing wrong with being a drunk. I'm not a drunk, I like to have a good time on the weekend. You like to go out and get drunk, that's what it's all about. Right. You're a punk who likes to get drunk. Drunk is a skunk. As opposed to being there and being in a deep funk. 5670560 oh, five, oh, and pound 560. I'll tell you one thing, you know, in, in a very perverse way, I, I have a feeling, I'm gonna, the next week when I'm on vacation, I think I'm gonna plot all week. I'm going to come up with new, way, new ways to make the Beasleys and Joyce's and the Clarabelle to make their lives so unlivable and miserable that because uh, payback is really a bitch. This is Neil Rogers. And I got some real good ideas, this by the way. This is 562 AM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. <laughs> Happy Pesach, happy uh, Ramadan, happy uh, whatever. Don't forget, kill uh, somebody of another religion for uh, your God, who, whichever God it is, including... Neo God! Right, because this place is sure killing me, I'll tell you that. So anyway, Joe Bell sends me an email this morning. See the people tuning in now at noon, like on the lunch break, they didn't hear about this. Well, fill them in. Now, I'm not going to fill them in. I don't want to read it again. I don't want to spend any more time on that uh, CD thing. That silly ass. It wasn't my idea. I don't want any part of it. And of course, the party who is responsible for it, she's like really uh, laying low these days. Hate well, too bad, okay? You fairy. Very bad. Oh, well, we got to do something for Neil's 30th. How about like a nice, how about $1,000 a year for each year of the 30 years? Would have been nice. 30000 bonus in my check, a little extra. Wouldn't that have been nice? That a gesture, of, gesture of appreciation from the measly Beasleys, from those cheap bastards over there. And by the way, you know, Clarence, I hope you're listening while you're out today, although you're probably not. Because this schedule that your boyfriend, uh, Robert Creeper, made up. See, the, the business about Creeper and Gildy, I never, all these years, and I was oblivious to that, because it's kind of small potatoes. But that must be true, because the, the, um, uh, Robert made up the schedule, and Geldy's on almost every day next week. It's on Tuesday. He's on Thursday. He's on Friday. we got Bo on Monday, which is uh, terminal enough. And uh, he's got, you know, and if it weren't for the fact we got that Marlin game on Wednesday, be sure and tell George he's off at noon on Wednesday. That'll, that'll make his week. Noon, because the game is 12.35. So the pregame on Wednesday is noon, Josh. Oh, that's Won't good. Won't you feel guilty leaving that early or after only two hours? I'll cry about it later. Yeah. 
5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. We're taking a poll on where we should have that appearance when I come back to town in May so we can maximize the profits for abandoned pet rescue. And then, and then maybe they'll thank us. They'll say, oh, gee, we really appreciate your coming down and helping us out. See, one thing I've told you, in life, if you're, if you're going to do something waiting for and especially in South Florida, waiting for somebody to say, oh, thanks for the great job. We really appreciate it. Man, you're, you're in a dream world. You're a fool. You're an idiot. Just hold your breath. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Hi, um, you want to talk to Neil? Speaking. Hello, Neil. How are you? I'm okay. Very good. I'm one of your uh, 30 to 40-year-old white females listening to your show every now and then. Oh, right. You're the one. All right. I am the one. I can't vote because I'm on the road. So, you know, can't get online to vote for you on that. But listening to the Hard Rock thing, it is a very big uh, conspiracy over there. I got in my purse for like 11 cents. I mean, it's, it's, they're taking, they're taking money. They're taking money from us. <laughs> it's all of a conspiracy. Don't go there. Also, <laughs> no, it's fun. It's fun to go there, you know, like comedy clubs and there's all kinds of things to do. Right. But yeah. gambling, forget about it. Yeah, oh, it's bad enough parking. Right. Forget right. about it. It's bad enough parking there. Here comes the bunny and there goes your money, right? Yeah, exactly. And you know what? For parking, here's another thing. Yeah. You get there early enough, and they shut down the front part where yeah, you. That would you know, be a good idea. I could do an appearance at the Hard Rock. Wouldn't that be great? I bet you we raise millions there. What to conspire against them? No, no. Just uh, I'm talking about to sell the CDs there. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you mean conspire <laughs> against them? What does that mean? I don't understand what that is. Oh, I don't know. You got something against the engines? No, nothing at all. I think you know they're getting back from them. <laughs> but let me yeah. tell you. Just the parking is, is a big example. They make everybody schlep and park in this horrible, the gravel lot when yeah. there's multiple parking spots in the front. That really irks me. It's like Fridays. We went on a Friday early, like not, not well, uh, I, I think 10 o'clock. The is, I think the answer is don't go there no more. I think you're right. Yeah. I think I must agree with you on that. Or I'm not going there. I'm sticking with Woodbine. It's too far for me to go to the Seminole Casino or whichever one you're talking. It's too far. Now, Woodbine, you're talking up in New York? Yeah, in uh, Toronto, New York, right? Yep, I think I've been there. <laughs> my uh -huh. husband, my husband's a big, uh, he's a track guy. So it's right, it's right between Callaway and uh, and uh, Mississauga. Okay, we've been up there. We've been to uh, Saratoga. Oh boy! Yeah, baby. Very nice. Well, I hope I'm seeing seen on your uh, on your calling schedule over there. Well, listen. Have a great weekend. Thank you too. And go kill a, a cow for a Christ. I might have to. See you. <laughs> oh, what was she talking about? Five, six, seven. See, I told you they were going to be good. Man, you're such a... What happened with Miguel? Did he leave? No, he's I'm right here. Oh, he's still there? After we embarrassed you about uh, all this... Uh... Well, what did I do with that email again? <laughs> Just that one line in there. In talking to people here, the consensus is... I'm going to put you in charge of finding out who those people are, okay, who are wasting his time by buzzing about all this crap. And talking to people here, if you would just come down here, yeah, you're the one that's creating the problem. See, this is what it goes back to. Like I said the other day when we did that poll about why you won't buy the CD and the T-shirt, I, I knew that. And you see how that went zooming up there the other day? A whole bunch of people. Oh, yeah, if you would just come down here and sign them, we'd buy them. No, you wouldn't. You're full of crap. If I, if I go into a music store and I buy a CD, I'm not going to stand there and wait for uh, John Lennon to come and sign the uh, Beatles CD, you know? Follow what I'm saying? Well, that's you. 
The, are you? If you're going to... Uh, well, that's us as well, but people would. People would what? Wait in a big, long line. Yeah, and the people who would are the same ones who always did and always will. And I don't want to, okay? I don't want to see them. I don't want to smell them. I don't want to know from them. No, we'll do the uh, FedEx thing. We'll send them Yeah. Up. Well, I, uh, see, if you would if you would have discussed that with me, I would have given you that idea. And uh, you think that's going to help? You think that's going to cause people to buy because I'm going to, like, sign Neil Rogers on the back of that thing that they can stick in their, uh, in their jewel case? Their jewel case? We'll find out. We'll find out. Price yeah. is right. I mean, I think probably the station can afford the uh, FedEx charge to, to schlep those back and forth. Cheaper than seven. I, I got, I got my own sharpie here. I can like, uh, you know. I'll take your sharpie marker. too. Don't worry about it. No, I don't want no sharpie. <laughs> I got my own sharpies. Okay. Don't make the damn FedEx package any heavier than you have to. Okay, because the Beasleys might get bent out of you. I got my own office supplies here. Okay. I got my stapler. You want to hear my stapler? Here you go. Hear it? Oh, jeez! I just dropped it in my uh, soda. Do we have one? No. Yeah, probably you haven't got one. Probably somebody stole it. I guarantee I've got a better radio station I'm operating right here in this room in my apartment than you got there in that uh, toilet. Trust me. And i got two toilets, not just one. And there's no fat slob sitting there uh, taking, up the, taking up the space every time I need to use it. Like that one day, poor George, I thought he was going to do a number <laughs> right on the floor. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Remember that he time? has to use the little toilet. <laughs> oh, my God. That, 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 was, that was unbelievable. Man, oh, man, they were like uh, all lined up doing the Green Apple Quick Step. I think that was the day the trends came in. <laughs> you know, something I don't blame them. They must have had a premonition. 1,107, oh, look at that. U.S. and European markets closed for Good Friday Day, and anybody who doesn't believe that it's a Goetia belt, okay, they're not closed for Pesach, but for Good Friday, the markets are closed today. Boy, oh, bad. I told you, like my dear late friend Alan Finkelson told me, the biggest problem in the world, too many Goyim. WQAM, hello. Is it the Black Pro? Somebody QAM, hello. QAM. Hello. Yeah. How you doing, sir? Good. Uh, just on a little vacation in uh, the great southern part of the United States in Tennessee, and uh, I came across the store, the God Store. So I walked in there um, with my wife, of course. But uh, the first thing I see is not God, not Jesus. But a six-foot life-size cutout of El Presidente standing there, waving at me. With well, all God, and, uh, God and GW, man, same difference. That's what the G stands for, GW. Yeah, I almost dropped down onto my knees and uh, praise the Lord yeah. for giving me that opportunity. It was uh, pretty scary stuff. Like a nightmare almost. Well, I'll pray for you, my son, and don't go back to Tennessee if you're smart. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon singular wireless line. We need 40,000 calls between now and 2 o'clock, and each one of you has got to cough up 10 bucks for a band of pet rescue to get the, them off our ass. That's right. See, I thought I thought I had just pretty much dispensed with all. All I did was a couple of times ask what the total was, just you know, just for my own curiosity, and we could pass it along. I mean, you know, we're not going to lie about it, so it's embarrassing. We're not doing much, and for whatever reason, maybe we got nobody left out there. Maybe nobody cares. Maybe nobody's got any money. I still think that most people are busy putting uh, from uh, Wilma, even though that was back in October, and this is the middle of April. I still think that in South Florida, based on my own personal experience and seeing the mess that's still around, I think people are uh, occupied with that. Muy occupado. Am I wrong? A lot of blue roofs out there still. Yeah, a lot of blue roofs out there. In, the, in fact, we're going to change the name to Tarp Springs. A lot of blue, in fact, just like QAM. A lot of blue sky. 
That's the new thing with blue sky and everybody. Oh, man, we're, you guys are great, man. I love you guys, and, man, you're a hell of a job. I'm taking care of George. I'm going to take care of Josh. We're going to get everything. And you know something that practically took an act of God? Damn God! To finally get him off his ass. And he's worried about the CDs and the uh, Jew, Jew cases. In fact, if I was him, I'd be in church right now on Good Friday pay, pr praying for forgiveness. See, I don't know how long the, this regime thinks that they're going to be able to continue blaming the previous regime, which, believe me, there's plenty of blame to go there. Greg Reed and that group are going. But I've got news for you. It's already the middle of April. The days and the weeks and the months are passing by, and I'm looking at the schedule next week, and I see Geldy all over the place, like some kind of a disease. You know, they got all those people with mumps in Iowa. I think we got mumps, because we're sure taking our lumps. All over the place, I see Geldyitis. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Good. You know, I, I bought a disc once from George over here at the Harley-Davidson store, and I really enjoy it, but I heard you talking earlier about making an appearance, and i, I got to be honest, it would be great to see you, but I can only imagine the kinds of people that, that, that crawl up that line to see you or the, the kinds of people that you have to put up with and, and yes. stories. I mean, I, I, I sympathize with you. Yes. You know, I would think being a talk show guy would be an easy gig, but I've learned over the years it's, it's, it's not. And I can only imagine what those appearances must be like. And I don't blame you for not wanting to put yourself through it. I wouldn't want to be there. Just and watching 90, the people. 90% of the people, it's the same group of misfits. I mean, you know, there's some nice people that come by, and I don't want to sound ungrateful or unappreciative. But generally speaking, it's the same bunch of losers. Yeah, I mean, I, I picture them getting the disc and then going back and hanging out and watching you and staring at you and yeah, coming back up again. That's right. Listen, listen, I could tell your stories till midnight. The, 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 my favorite story of all was these two old ladies, these two sisters from Detroit. And, of course, I happen to have lived in Detroit once upon a time. And so they had come by, and it was at the borders, one of the borders. Uh -huh. And they came by, and George and I, both of us, spent a lot of time talking to them. and I mean, an inordinate amount of time, because there were quite a few people there. You know, and we signed their CDs, and we talked to them in smooths. A couple of old uh, lady sisters in their 60s, 70s, 70s, I'd say. And then a couple of weeks later, I get a, uh, something in the mail from one of them at IOD. Oh, gee, we came by and uh, just to see you guys, and we drove a long way, and uh, you barely gave us, uh, you gave us such short shrift and didn't pay any attention. I thought to myself, you miserable bitches, man. We spent more time with them than any other ten people put together, and they still weren't happy about it. Typical women, no matter what you do. Yeah, you, that, that's enough. right. You got it. Happy Easter, Neil. Back to you, Pally. Go get some Easter eggs. Thank God I'm gay. Oh, yeah. Thank the Lord. Don't have to get nagged. Now that mom is pushing up daisies, no more nagging from crazy women. <coughs> and that's why most men are, are dead. I'll tell you that right now. Women put them in their grave. Trust me when I tell you. I don't have to tell you. Most of you guys know what I'm talking about. And then, and then of course, there was that uh, young couple at uh, the ballpark at PP uh, Park that time. Years ago, Fat Rich and I were there before a Dolphin game. Right. I told you the story. Well, you have to remind me. The young couple comes by. I would, you know, seemed like decent enough people. I don't know, maybe in their mid-twenties, maybe uh, About 30, man. whatever they were. Oh, hi, Neil. We love your show. Blah, blah, blah. And Rich is sitting there shoveling a big sub submarine sandwich in his face. And I'm sitting there, I guess I've already eaten it. I shake the guy's hand. Hey, how you doing? Blah, blah. I was very cordial, very nice to them. We had about a two-minute chat. I mean, I don't know them from Adam. And, uh, you know, nice to see you. Enjoy the game. And then I get a call a couple of days later. I brought my wife by to see you at the Dolphin game, and you just sat there like a lump. And I said, what did you want me to do, get up and do a tap dance for you? What, 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 you, what was I supposed to entertain you, put on a talk show for you? Just sat there like a lump, like I was supposed to entertain these people. No thanks. 
I'll tell you what, Joe, you go to the Aventura Mall. That's, a, that's an excellent idea. You go there on a Saturday in May, and you sign the, uh, the CDs and the T-shirts. How's that? I mean, he's got to get to because I know all these lunkheads already. He needs to meet and greet. Isn't that a good idea? I think that's a stellar idea. Meet the GM. A good excuse to go out there and start meeting our uh, fine, fine listeners out there. The guy with the eyes, the guy with a fanny pack, and of course, <laughs> this one can stand over in the corner and cry if you don't pay enough attention to him. <laughs> that one. Hitler, Hitler. You know, do his uh, little act for it. Well, he's threatened the FCC on me several times. Who's that? Gilbert. For what? Ignore him. No. <laughs> yeah, they really take stern action on that. Oh, I shouldn't have uh -huh. said stern action. 1215 at 560 WQAM. What's better than staying cool and comfortable all summer long? How about getting an instant $1,200 cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better, you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking care of Tri-County area families for three, count them if you can, three generations. As a Carrier factory, a factory author, I said, I did that twice in one day. Not good. See, I'm under, stressed out because of that stupid email. As a Carrier Factory authorized dealer, Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction, and that guarantee is backed by Carrier. The people who invented air conditioning and now have come up with a new Carrier Infinity system. The new system actually performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself for maximum efficiency. And speaking of that, to maintain maximum efficiency on your current air conditioner, all you got to do is join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Here's how it works. Twice a year, they'll come to your house. They'll inspect and tune up your system. You'll enjoy priority same-day service if you have any problems. And you'll also get 10% off on any needed repairs. All of these things. All of these things. All of this for just 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose the two-speed infinity system with Puron or peace of mind year-round with the Comfort Club, either way, make the Royce choice and stay cool and comfortable all year round. Royce Air and Heat, call them toll-free and tell them that old Neil told you to call 1-800-377-0075. 1-800-377-0075. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. You drudge packing? Absolutely. Just like, not too smart is the situation we have. You think raving about male athletes and worshipping their jockstraps is a little, uh, gay? Gay. Mm -hmm. uh, just a little on the uh, curious side, huh? Maybe uh, stretch it out after seeing a few tight butts. Hmm? Is that what it is? We like women. We're programmed to do so. You hate this station. Uh, outside of one show... You ever hear anyone talk about girls? Mm. Mm, it is a little. Okay. There's two or three very lonely men with very small things who need to hear this. What? You say in this? What is that? Okay. What day? 
it's uh, 1222, and of course you're going to be hearing that at 2 this afternoon. we got the Geldy Show. Oh, my God, he's just all over the place, like some kind of a disease in your radio. You know, sometimes they call it a heterodyne whine on the radio. Hey, that real high-pitched tone, you know, sometimes when you're trying to tune in a station, it's got a really crappy signal. Mm-hmm. Like KABC in L.A. has got that They're, uh, because of the mountains and whatever. There always is a heterodyne, and you can't tune it out. Well, it's the same thing with us. We don't have the heterodyne whine, but we got in the middle of an otherwise horrible signal. 1,133 votes. What's your take on Iran? Impeach Bush before another invasion takes place. 603. Over 53% say that. Impeach his ass now. And then the rest of them later. We can't even handle Iraq, 196. And now we're talking Iran. Blow them off the map, 149. 13%. Very angry people. Just blow them all up, including the women and the uh, little kids. And, you know, just innocent, pain-in-the-ass bystanders. No more killing, no more lies, 107. They aren't a threat to us, 36. They're snappy dressers, 20, 35, even more so than tiny. And I hate this poll. Only seven. Didn't you find that a little bit bizarre? I hate this poll. It's usually like right up in the running there, in the mid-pack, isn't it? Maybe the haters are busy in church today trying to get forgiven for their sins, like Robert Grieper. Maybe he's in shul for Pesach. Probably made several visits. Nine. Five, six, seven. 0560, my BlackBerry just went off. Let's see if this is something important. No, it's an uh, email from TomPayne.com. Well, that's very important. Hey, it's better than another email from Omaha Steaks trying to peddle me something. Boy, I'm just tired of their crap. You know, when you do business with somebody, then they start, like, nagging you. Now, it's, it's like the thing with the women again. <laughs> you don't want to be bothered. Just leave me alone. I'll let you know when I want something, okay? Right. And they start calling and they start emailing. Just leave me alone. Sending your flyers in the mail. 560560. Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Jody at 2, Mad Dog at Finnegan's Way, 4 to 630. I have no idea where that is. Finnegan's Way? It's on South Beach? Yes. Oh, boy. He's going to be dropping in uh, green lizards uh, all over his pants. Roberto Luongo, 630 to 7. And Marlon's on deck at 7 o'clock. Now, isn't it interesting? Roberto Luongo at uh, Doris, Italian, by the way. At Doris Market in where? Boca? Pembroke Pines. Oh, in Pembroke Pines. I'll How be out there. With You're going to be there? I'll be there with Roboito. With Roberto, and is he going to be peddling the Neil CDs? He won't, but Josh will. If anybody stops by, I'll have him on me. I was going to say, I find it very, very interesting that tomorrow, this could be one of the rare times that this ever happens in history. we got the Marlins and the Washington National baseball game on QAM. Tomorrow's a 6.05 p.m. game, by the way, for the throngs that are going to be going. And on KAT, on our stepchild station, we got the Washington Capitals and the Panthers. Washington Nationals and the Washington Capitals. How about that? Don't you find that a little bit unusual? Well, we play Toronto, Miami Heat, and the Florida Panthers. They played the Heat on the same day that the uh, Leafs uh, Panther game was? Yeah. Well, how do you like that? And who won? Well, I guess the Heat won that game, though. Yes. Unlike the Panthers, who lost that game in overtime 6-5, to if I uh, remember right. Yes, they did. That's Joe Neuendijk, man. He's really on fire now. At least they're sure really P.O. that they gave him up, him and Gary Roberts. Bad move there, John Ferguson, Jr. Your ass is fired. Your ass is grass. Plus, you got a schnoz. Even Gelly's nose ain't that big. John Ferguson, Jr., just like Daddy, who used to play for the Montreal Canadiens. Welcome to Hockey Talk. That'll teach him a lesson or two. Hockey Talk. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, I'm ma'am. not calling to nag you. I'm calling to praise you. Well, how do you like that? Well, that's you, what you, that's what the Caesar uh, they told uh, Caesar salad too. <laughs> yeah. 
You've saved my life, and I wanted to thank you. How'd I do that? Well, first I lost 13 pounds on balance for life. Good. In six weeks or so. And then mm-hmm. uh, after I went off that, I did find the Dreamfield Pasta, and I've lost another five pounds. And Good. And I'm doing great. And, Excellent. Uh, I'm very happy with your uh, singing the praises of it because I love pasta. Yeah, me I too. I wish they'd make pizza, though, because that's my favorite thing in the world. Well, I can't have it all, but they got, like, yeah. all different uh, shapes and sizes, though. Yeah, I got everything but the elbows because uh, I haven't tried the macaroni and cheese yet. I love macaroni and cheese, too, but... Uh. Yeah, next next week I think we're going to do that. I'm going to go get me some uh, <laughs> some of that cheese in a, a jar that George was talking about, that cheese sauce. Yeah, it's so high in sodium, though. Yeah. You'd be better off just using a little natural, you know, shredded cheddar or something. And Like I said, I'm know. going to get some good cheddar in the supermarket yeah, and uh, shred it. Not that crap in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Thanks, Neil. Have okay, thanks. So keep it up. Okay. Okay. Happy Shavuos. Yeah, what are you talking about? Cheese whiz? No, it's not cheese whiz. It's like, I, I, I can't even tell you because I've seen it on a shelf. I've never bought it because I think it's very high, like she said, in sodium and in cholesterol. Really, just loaded. I, but it's it's like you know, like you like you get pasta sauce in a jar. Well, yeah. they have cheese sauce like to make macaroni and cheese with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like I told George, why why does it have to be elbow macaroni? Why why can't you just have cheese sauce with with spaghetti? Where is it written? Is it written in the good book that you have to have like elbow macaroni if you use cheese sauce, and if it's like uh, tomato sauce, you use pasta? Yeah, yeah read that part. Is it in Genesis? Yeah. Oh, is that where it says that he made the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night? And he made the stars also. That's what they say in Dallas. He made the stars also. It's right Right. after that. What a bunch of... You know, seriously, when I was... I want to thank a dead man. I don't remember what his first name was. His last name was Batinsky. He was a retired rabbi. He was my tutor for my bar mitzvah when I was 13 years old. uh, And he lived on Pinnacle Hill Road in Rochester. And they used to schlep me over there and drop me off, and I would spend an hour or two, and he tutored me for my bar mitzvah, which I sang, I, I recited it very well, very nice. They patted me on the head, and they said to me, You fairy! But anyway, and he would tell me, because he was a biblical scholar. I mean, he knew this crap inside, you know, he knew everything from Abraham and Solomon to, and Moses to Abraham and Solomon and Muggsy Solomon. And he, he told me one day, he said, It's all bubamices, it's all bullshit. I said, Oh, he said, Oh, yeah, it's just all. And he explained to me uh, what, what all this crap was. And this is a guy who was 87 years old. 87? Yeah. Jeez. And I was 13 years old, so between the two of us, we could have lived in Sunrise. We were 100. And at the, I thought to myself for about 10 seconds, yeah, I guess uh, you're right. 29 past noon at 560, but happy whatever you're celebrating today. Pesach, Good Friday, Shavuos, Ramadan, uh, Ramadan, uh, whatever, Shmiradan. Being outdoors a lot in South Florida, you really need comfortable shoes, so the only place we invite you to go to is Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach if you've got a brain. Brandy's carries major brands like Florsheim, Echo, Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, New Balance, tons of other name brands in all sizes for men and women, and they even carry wide widths and hard-to-find sizes. And by the way, Joe Bell, let me just say this to you. You and I already discussed that before about my coming down there into one, and the answer the first time was, no. see, if you ask me a question once and I say no, no. don't ask again. That, that's my only suggestion. When I told you no, no, I haven't changed my mind. I'll let you know. I'll send a messenger. I'll put a message in a bottle. I'll send it down Lake Ontario. Brandy Shoes is the largest independent shoe retailer in all of South Florida. When you see the selection, find you get at Brandy's and the great service, too. You'll understand why I've been raving about them as the best shoe store in the world for years. Go see our good buddy Arnie. He'll guarantee you get the right-fitting shoes and at the right price every time. And unlike the department store where you have to wait and wait and somebody finally waits on you, and you say, I think these are the uh, shoes I like over here. Oh, forget about it. We don't have those in your style. 
You're crazy? The only thing they do at Brandy's is shoes, so you don't have to worry about getting the right size, selection service. Whatever style you uh, pick out, they got it, and they'll slap it on your feet. Brandy's Shoes at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach between Atlantic and Copas on the east side. You can't miss it. Open every day of the week, too, Monday through Saturday till 9, and every Sunday till 5. And this week is a great time to buy SAS shoes at Brandy's. Save 20 to 40 bucks a pair on all great men's and women's SAS styles. So be sure to get into Brandy's or do your shoe shopping right online at Brandy's Shoes. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 562 AM. Fakes orgasms. I fake foreplay. Good morning, Americans. It's Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. A man at a bar sees his friend at a table drinking by himself. Approaching, he says, you look terrible. Fred, what's the problem? Fred says, my mother died in August and left me 25 thousand dollars his friend replied gee that's tough then in september fred said my father died and left me ninety thousand dollars his friend said wow two parents gone in two months no wonder you're depressed then fred continued and last month my aunt died and left me fifty thousand dollars the friend said three close family members lost in three months how sad and this month, Fred continued nothing. No one died. Paul Harvey. Good day. Good day. From 35, 25 to 1. We got Geldy coming by 2 to 4. He's going to be squeaking about those Panthers and the fact that they squeaked out an overtime win in Ottawa last night after blowing the lead with two seconds left. They were like off to their old tricks again. Blow the lead with two seconds left. What kind of nonsense is that? But they pulled it out. Speaking of nonsense. Yes? Uh, we got something we need to resolve. I guess we could just do it right here on the air. Oh, let's, let's do it. Okay. The audience loves that. Um, I got a paper that was written by George for your vacation time. And uh, they're a little confused. Uh, when I say there, I'm talking about Robert and the Beast because uh, they're making schedules and such. Um, I have that you, obviously you're off next week. Are you telling me I'm not off next week? No, well, they, they weren't aware that you were. They have May 1st to May 5th also. No. Is that correct? That is not correct. Okay. My next vacation is in June. The 19th to the 26th. Of what? Of June. June, yeah. And then seven. Okay, and then July 31st. To well, do we do we have to really go through this whole? Uh, no, no, we didn't. We just the whole uh, schedule on the year. I guess. While you're at it, why don't we give out my home phone number, my address, my shoe size, where I'm going to be having lunch today? I just wanted to straighten this out because. Uh, it was, because what? We were a little confused. They In other words, he doesn't have that I'm on vacation next week on the schedule. Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, because uh, George typed up uh, one wrong date, basically. Oh, so in other words, Robert's trying to tell you it's George's mistake. Well, it, it, he has the sheet right here he gave me from George. So. Who, who's that, Robert? That's right. I want to authorize you right now to, to uh, smash him in the head. Okay. Okay, Robert. Are you listening <laughs> to me? Not just once. How come this thing won't move now? Not just once. Oh, this thing isn't working now. Now, all of a sudden, uh, nine times. What, what the hell's going on here? Oh, there it goes. See, he's probably put a spell on my computer, too, now, Robert. Now, what does that have to do with Geldy being on every day? See, I want to tell By you By the way, speaking of Geldy. Yeah. Uh, Kurt is in for Goldie today. Oh, thank God. Oh! Look at that. That's something to see. That makes up for what you just told me. <laughs> not, not that it makes any difference, although it would be kind of bad if George came in next week and was sitting there expecting me to be here. I'm not going to be on. Curtis at two. Our, I mean, you know, not that Curtis is Mel Allen, but Curtis does a good job. We all like him. The audience likes him. He did very well in that poll we took the other day. And so no Geldy today. That's, uh, oh, the audience is breathing a sigh. Can't you hear it? Oh, 
Thanks God. It must be in honor of the holidays today. Poor G. You know, Jesus died so that Gelly wouldn't be on today. <laughs> That's true. That's why he went through that whole crucifixion thing. So, plus, so Mel Gibson can make all that money. That's why Jesus died on a cross. What a horrible story, by the way. You know, if you're going to make up a fairy tale, make up something a little more palatable than that. Well, I can't imagine why the world is so barbaric and all this violence. No. So let me say it again. I will not be there next week. How many times have I been saying that all week long? George is on next week. Haven't I been telling you that? Well, this I know. I just, you know, that's why when the scandal... In, in addition to which, let me ask you this question. Okay. Why is it Robert Greeper's business? I mean, you know, well, well, what does that have to do with him? He be making the schedule these days. Well, first of all, he hasn't got any business making the schedule. He hasn't got any title there other than the fact that he's bunk butt buddies with our program director, Clarence. And speaking of Clarence, let me just tell you right now. I, I've said this before, only today... Between the email from uh, Clarabelle and this uh, Clarence business with Gelly on every day, you know, Clarence is another one. He's picking up right where his leader left off. Whatever you say, he'll agree with it. I spent an hour on the phone with him the other night, and no matter what I said, I was right. But I mean, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I, oh, geez, what am I going to do? You know, and and then he turns around and keeps doing the same aberrant, unacceptable things over and over again, just like with Joe Bell. Same same thing. They'll agree with everything you say, and then they'll like stab you, just like Brutus and Julius Caesar. Well, guess what? I ain't no Julius Caesar, although I do like a nice Caesar salad occasionally. So, uh, screw it. And as far as Robert Greeper... You're on next week, you're on next week. You're supposed to treat them with professionalism and respect. (laughs) I'm supposed to treat them with contempt and dismay? Is that what you just said? Something like that, yeah. I'm already doing that. (laughs) I like the beast. I don't have any problem with him. I mean, he can be annoying. He can be a little overbearing, a little over the top. But he's he's the one behind all this. What behind what? The whole scheduling fiasco. The beast made the schedule. I thought you just yeah. said Robert. Will you make up your mind who you're going to blame now? You're you blaming can't... Greeper. No, no. Josh just told me it was Greeper. Greeper brought it into me, and yeah. uh, they're both. It's a, it's a it's a tag team. Oh, it's a will. tag team. Is that why? Is that why the beast comes in every morning and rips Greeper an ass behind his back because he's a phony baloney, which you already know that, and runs around the building stabbing everybody in the back. See, when I stab, it's right to your face. When I stab, I don't like go around, uh, you know, playing games behind people's back. I tell you right to your face and on the ear, okay? That Robert Creeper is an imbecile. And by the way, it's Pesach, baby, and he's still going around causing trouble. He's still stirring it up. I hope that somebody, I hope somebody put bacon in his matzah. I hope somebody slipped a little slice of bacon in his uh, matzah gefilte fish sandwich. Well, those matzah crackers are really yummy. No, they're not. No, they're not. They taste just like they look, like oh. cardboard. <laughs> they're two Jew, Jew foods. One of them is halava, although even, even the chocolate-flavored halava it still tastes like cardboard. It's got that texture, that consistency. And matzah is like stale crackers. Stale, what, are they, what, what kind of crackers? I haven't had those in years. Oh, saltines? Yeah, exactly. Very good. Nabisco saltine crackers. Stale crackers are, are a matzah. So what I would do if I were you is I would replace the matzah out there with some saltine crackers. Go over to Walgreens, get some saltines and put them out there. And then all those uh, like Gary Sarner who think they're eating matzah, they're going to go to hell. <laughs> gotcha, Gary. Payback is a bitch, isn't it, sweetheart? But you can take some of that Zantac 75. It'll make you go right away. Boy, I could tell you Gary Sarner stories, man. Make the hair grow in, in, in your elbows. Just Unbelievable. 1241 at 560 WQ. I think what we ought to do is just have war on the air every day. I'm going to have more and more bedtime story. Maybe not even any phone calls anymore. Let's just go to war, you know? People love war. Remember in The Godfather when they went to the mattresses? Remember that? Mama! Mama mia! Right. 
Remember they were they were driving around in uh, wherever the hell it was looking for a, a good uh, place when when the war was going to start. When they had to go to the mattress. Remember that? And Clemenza gets out and says, oh, i got to take a leak. Remember that? Yes. And there was Polly was in the car, you know, because Clemenza got out. Oh, Polly. How about that cannoli, though? Yeah. That Strunz, he sold out the old man, Polly. And Clemenza says, oh, Polly won't see him no more. Right. <laughs> 1242 at QM, your Godfather intensive station with lightning quick speeds, the latest features, and security. Comcast high-speed internet leaves DSL in the dust. And today you can get on board for just $9.95 a month for two months. With an always-on connection speed of 6 megabytes, Comcast high-speed internet is up to four times faster than DSL 1.5 and up to 100 times faster than dial-up. Whether you're downloading music, watching streaming video, playing online games, or just surfing your favorite sites, Comcast Reliable Fast Connection means you're going to be flying through the Internet with the greatest of ease. Just like Tinkerbell. Plus, when you sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet, you get instant access to a lot of free features like the fan, video mail, Comcast Rhapsody Radio Plus, and up to seven personal email accounts, just to name a few. Not only that, but on top of all of this, you also get McAfee security tools included so you can be assured your Internet experience is always safe and secure. All of these things. So what are you waiting for? Start doing more faster than you ever did, uh, could before, and you wonder how you ever managed to get along without it. Sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet today for just nine ninety-five a month for two months. In Dade, call 305-COMCAST. And in Broward, Broward, 954-COMCAST. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. What the hell did we do? You kick us while we are hanging in the new fortune room. Who should they bully? Who should they bully? Giving the Christian right to do the right. Who should they bully? Who should they bully? A precious bully. Killed all our families. A home to wait. Stop with all this madness and give us back who say. Push is a booty. Push is a booty. The whole world hate you. Go away, you went there. Push is a booty. Push is a booty. Watch it now, watch it. Turn on, turn it on. Top 48 at 560 WQM, 1184 votes on the poll. We're going to make 1,300 today on the poll during the show. I think that is just revolutionary, don't you? It is. See, that's the kind of thing we care about. We want to know if there's a response to what we're doing. Not whether somebody's going out and buying some stupid-ass CD. Now, here's good news for George, and that is I just looked in my little uh, day planner, my little book. <laughs> and originally I had the schedule like the uh, end of April, like the first week of May, and then I changed it. So maybe I didn't tell him. Maybe I forgot. Or maybe he forgot, or whatever. Although I don't really see that it's a major, you know, catastrophe. Other than somebody has egg on their face because they made up the schedule and it's all wrong. You oh know, like no, that. it's a it's a huge catastrophe. Is it really? And why Correct. is that? Maybe you can explain that to me. Well, well there's a sales um, thing too. Yeah, it's a sales thing. Maybe there's some new accounts starting, so it's just a big disaster right now. <laughs> you know, let, let me ask you seriously. Yes. 
What time is your show start? <laughs> there are some new accounts starting. <laughs> well, apparently it's just a little deeper than uh, you know it being resolved. Oh, I, I got news here. for you. It's getting really deep. I, I just rolled my uh, pant legs up. And I actually do have my clothes on. That's how anxious I am to get out of here at 2 o'clock. I, I can't even begin to tell you. Yeah, I'll be on vacation next week. Let me say it again real loud, okay? Because even when there wasn't a change of schedule in the past, I would give George the information. He would pass it along to Scran, and uh, and the whole sales department would be like in the dark. Oh, Neil's on vacation? Oh, no, we didn't know about that. we got to change some spots around. We didn't know about that. Well, that's, Remember that's that, Miguel? The... Miguel can tell you. Sure, but that's the problem. See, all the salespeople think that you're going to be here next week. That's why, you know, the ruckus is going All on. the salespeople. That's right. And how many does that constitute? About 30, man. Right. All the salespeople. Well, guess what? I am not and never have going to be, been, will not. And I mean, if you think I'm changing my vacation, you're dreaming, okay? If there's anybody in the building who believes that, they should divest themselves of that fantasy right now. The reason I did change it is because, like, the first week in May and then the middle of June is, like, I thought it was a little too close together. I like to, like, when in doubt, space it out. Right. Speaking of space it out, you better do that with your cash, too, because here's this article in the Herald that says gasoline prices are nearing 3 bucks a gallon in South Florida. And the really bad news, with the peak summer driving season and hurricane season approaching, experts fear that today's high prices might look almost like a bargain later on this year. What a bargain. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. The price for a gallon of regular Miami has already soared an average of 41 cents over the past month to 2.83 a gallon. And the triple A's in Broward, the average price is up 42 cents to 281. It's outrageous, said retiree Naum Luxi, 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 as he filled up his car at a Sitco gas station on the corner of 37th Avenue, Southwest 8th Street. Somebody's making a lot of money, it's not me. Lusky said he hasn't had to cut extra expenses because of high gas prices, but he thinks most people in Miami have. There's a lot of people who've had to change their habits because they can't afford gas, he said, and we expect them to buy. See, this is part of the problem now. The economy's not good, Clara Bell. Maybe, you know, you're running around honking your honker there, but the fact of the matter is a lot of people have fallen on very hard times. Muy difícil, okay? Because they got Wilma, and a lot of people, a lot of people had to pay that out of their own pocket. All the expenses, putting their life back together again. And then we got the gas prices. And you put this together. All of these things. And you've got Cirrus, baby. So instead of trying to, like, bleed blood out of a rock, which is like what you're trying to do with me, and I will be on vacation next week, by the way. Be sure and tell George about it. When okay. you call George about uh, whatever that was, Josh, be sure and mention that, too. Okay. About the, uh, about the stories online. Right. That's what it was about. Are you telling me that George doesn't know I'm not going to? Well, he probably doesn't. Well, surprise. So you better be sure and tell him, because I know he does a lot of homework when he's going to be doing the show. And he works very hard on those pools, too. Guy Caruso, boy, could he belt one out or what? Head of the Energy Department Statistical Agency said prices at the pump are likely to increase at least another at least another fifteen cents in the gallon because the Saudis are busy eating matzah brai for Pesach. Crude oil, well, I mean, we know about that. That's Seventy bucks a barrel now, and they said that if we do attack Iran, that uh, oil could go up to as high as two hundred dollars a barrel. That's like about triple what it is now. So you figure it out. If it's three dollars uh, a gallon at, at these prices, at seventy bucks a barrel, at two hundred bucks a barrel, it would go to like nine bucks a gallon. You could afford that, couldn't you? Like at least the one a gallon. Just stay close to home. 
In fact, you guys could probably move right in next door there at that old folks' home. What What is the name of that place? Do we ever have we ever figured that out? No. It's kind of like Winmore and Cemetery Village, right next to the radio station. There's an old farts home in there. I'll probably be in there one day, like you know, with my walker. I want wheels on my walk walker. Walk right on over here. Oh, I want I want the wheels on my walker. I like those. Those are really nifty. You better not talk like that, mister. One of these days, you're going to be sitting there with a colostomy bag. Oh, I got mine right here now. And I'm the tennis balls it. at the other end. Huh? And the tennis balls on the, on the other end. No, that's on your antenna. That's on your car antenna. Oh, oh they got them on the walkers, too. Okay. Oh, do they, do they really? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen those. Although I did see a very lovely one at Woodbine the other day. It was a lady had the, all these different decorations and tchotchkes on it. It was, it was really It was like a designer walker. It was beautiful. She had some flair on her walker? She had some really flair in the air, but I think that was from the bag. Five, six, seven. Come on, let's take a bunch of calls here. Wake up, you bastards. My God, what a, what a place. Just death is in the air. Remember that song, Love is in the Air? Was that Paul McCartney? Paul Young. Who did that? Huh? Paul Young. Paul Young did Love is in the Air? Love is in the Air. Diner, 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 I thought diner. that was Paul McCartney did that. No. Or Wings or one of those, uh, huh? Paul Get Young. out of here. Trust me, Paul Young. I know that one. I have it on vinyl. Love is in the Air, my ass. That <laughs> 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 brought you right to a halt right there. That was good. Boy, talk about a, a screeching halt. Let me look in my book here and see. It says... Look in your good book there. Uh, the good book says... Love uh, I Lost by Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Love is uh, Love is by Vanessa Williams and Brian McKnight and by Alana Miles. Love is a battlefield. Love is a whole golden ring. Love is, boy, love is a whole bunch of things. Here it is, John Paul Young, I told you. <laughs> July 78. Love is like a baseball game by the intruders. 60, I never heard that. Not if you're a Marlin fan. It's more like hate is like a baseball game. We hate it. We hate. Of course, even if they were good, they would still hate. Oh, here they are picking on poor Barry Bonds again. When are they going to ever get, get off of that? It's not that poor stripper there at the Duke and the uh, poor lacrosse team. It's poor Barry Bonds. Falco scandal. It's just that Barry Bonds is such a preeminent athlete in the game today that he's under scrutiny. But if you look around the game of baseball, Rafael Palmeiro, who was suspended last year, couldn't get a job. Sammy Sosa couldn't get a job. And Mark McGuire today seems ashamed to come out in public. So Barry Bonds is hardly the only one singled out by the... No, we just don't like him. Oh, and speaking of people we don't like, little Barry Jackass with his bologna sandwich over at the uh, Herald says... Well, he's, he's specializing in bologna today. He's reviewing the sports cast on the uh, Big Four. Four, six, seven, and ten. Yep. And he says, WFOR Channel 4, uh, from a town standpoint, stands up, stacks up well against his competitors with personable Jim Berry. Oh, Jim Berry, personable my ass. He's a silly person. Who might be the best in the market at concisely overseeing panel discussions. Kim Bocamper, who's developed into a very capable anchor, and yada yada. Let's see. And then the major problem during rating sweeps, they don't devote enough time to sports on the 11 p.m. show. The Sunday night show, on, okay, Channel 6, it says, give Rose credit. That's uh, old, uh, what's his name? Joe. I understand Joe that. I'm just, uh, what we used to call him? Big Dog? No, not what that, but his head. What we used to call him about Bucket his head. head. Whatever we call him. Whatever, who cares? Old giant head. He's become considerably more polished as an anchor over the years. No, Joe's a good guy. He's not polished. He's still like a little bit of a dullard. Uh, extra points for consistent coverage to UM Sports, an area where Channel 10 has excelled. And yada, yada, I didn't see too much about that. Adam Cooperstein. Oh, geez. 
uh, Guy Rawlings isn't as skilled as Barry, Steve Shapiro, or Jimmy Syphilis. Oh, hey, Jimmy. You fairy. Channel 7. Oh, though he has been less open about discussing his client's negotiation during the Saban era, Agent Drew Rosenhaus has given WSBN an edge. Oh, yeah. Everybody likes uh, Drew Rosenhaus, not. And then he says, Jimmy Syphilis remains the lead anchor on 10, but will reduce his duties to two nights a week this fall. Will Manso and John Henry Smith and Alex Loeb. And then he talks about the Sunday show. He says, mostly, here we go, mostly. All right. The show misses the wit and candor of Jim Mandich, who left WPLG one and a half years ago in the dispute over a beer sponsor. They told him that they didn't want him drinking a certain kind of beer off the year. And he said, your mama. He told him where to stick it. Nice going, Mad Dog. All right. Our recommendation, says Little Barry, as he was eating his peanut butter and jelly sandwich with bacon, reconcile with Mandich, grovel if you must, show more highlights of local teams' games, shorten the face-off segment, eliminate Will's thrills, and add some live guests and creative features once in a while, as various programming Channel 10. And Mad Dog, by the way, Barry, says he hopes your mama poisons your bologna sandwich. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Hello, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. The Middle Eastern world will be exploded. Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's growing. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nuke they're toting at the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> Three thousand people killed are now forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden. But no one seems concerned, all comfy and complacent. Believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservation. Out of provoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall in Halliburton and Skull. With no objection at all, Democrats don't have the balls and the... Right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed head. Oh. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. 
Now, listen, I got some good advice for you, Josh. When you talk to Chris Jones, the uh, sales manager, our new uh, SMGSM, yeah. be sure you talk like this in real heavy draw, because he, otherwise he won't understand what you're talking about. Okay. Maybe that's why they're okay. And that's why I'm confused a little bit about them, by Kaisen dates. See what I'm saying? Boy, he may be a good guy, but he sure, he needs some English uh, assistance. 1,210 votes. You know what I think 1,210 was? 1,210 was WGV in Geneva. Or I think 1,210 was WCAU in Philadelphia. Great. What? Oh, nothing. Well, you know, back in the day, man, see, you, you didn't uh, ever live up in the Northeast. No, I didn't. Where there all the 50,000-watt powerhouses, all these, like WCAU in Philadelphia, and WO, WO in Fort Wayne, Indiana, whoa, whoa, huh? And WHAM in Rochester, which you didn't miss anything. 1180 was a horrible station and still is. That's Rochester. What do you expect? Bush League Town. 1190, I think. Let's see. 1170, I think, is WWVA in Wheeling, West Virginia. They used to be on the Pirates Radio Network. And when KDKA would fade out, you'd have to dial over a little bit, and there would be WWVA in Wheeling, West Virginia. That's exciting. Yeah. Well, see, that's back when AM radio was like had an impact when people actually listened to it. When I went off to college at Michigan State, I had my little Philco uh, transistor radio, man. That thing was as hard as a brick. Rock solid. I'd drop it and uh, nothing would happen to it. Well, that's because it was uh, like had transistors. I mean, today, who the hell has that? they got iPods and UPod and MyPod. But back in the day, everybody had like a little transistor sister. And at nighttime, WABC would come booming in from New York. WLS from Chicago, WCFL, 1,000 on the dial. What a frequency, man. 1,000 right there in the middle of the AM dial. And now AM is like, it's like a sewer. It's like a septic tank on your radio. And the signals are like that. 5670560, oh, but we're on HD, man. And as soon as people start owning HD radios, then we're going to really kick ass. Then we're going to surprise those bastards across the street and down the street and down the road. Yeah, just wait. You just wait, man, until everybody in South Florida has got an HD radio. And Joe Bell says if you promise to buy one of our CDs or T-shirts, he'll give you a radio HD. Isn't that what he said? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, God. What a clown. WQAM, hello. Neil, hey guys. Yes, sir. Listen, I first of all I want to thank you for putting a loose change out there for everybody to watch and kind of get a taste of what's really going on. Yep. Um, it's so damn important that people watch that, and anybody out there listening that hasn't seen it, you guys want to know the truth? There's the truth. It's yeah, if you want to stop living in a fantasy land, you know, just like these tapes they heard the other day. And uh, the guy says, roll it. He was talking about the, the uh, food cart. They were, like, using the food cart to try to break through the, the cockpit to take control of the plane back. And all this crap. Went, oh, let's let's roll. You know, I mean, right I in wanna, the beginning. Oh, my God. They yeah, lied I, about everything. They're, they're, and they're making movies about it. You know, I just want to drive my car off the road sometimes and hit a guy with a bush sticker on his car, but I don't do it. Um, but why I'm calling you is, I know this is ludicrous in some sense, but I'd almost like to... Get a bunch of bumper stickers that say, if you want to know the truth, www. Go right to that link. Maybe I'm going to wake up a few people. Yeah. You know, Neil, I, I try to wake up five or six people a day. I send them to your site. I tell them where to go. And, and believe it or not, I, I get phone calls back to these people. Thank you. I had no idea. Um, if anybody out there, you know the truth, and you actually give a crap, try to wake some people up and send them there to, to see this. All right? Thank you, Neil. 
Okay, thanks, Billy. Right, yeah, you got to watch Loose Change on our website. And, of course, if you had a brain in you, people really cared, which we can't verify that everything on there is 100% true. Maybe none of it is, but... And then, of course, today, Doug Thompson really lets me down bad. I didn't even, I didn't even send you the column where he's debunking all the 9-11 conspiracy theorists. You know, he, he's really on that bandwagon. And for a guy that's as negatory about the government and has been harassed by them as much as he has, uh, he sure as hell is awful easy in terms of taking whatever they say for granted as, as the truth at face value. I mean, even there, I'll, I remember all those months, let's roll. You know, they used that guy like he's the poster child for great courage and yada, yada. And when we went into Iraq, let's roll. You know? And he never said that. That's not what he was talking about. He was talking about the food cart. It's like it would have been like if the beef was on the plane. He would have said, where are the rolls, you know? Isn't that what he would have said? Yeah. Where are the rolls? What are a little cow, man? And can you believe he's actually getting married to like a real female? It took have me a while to believe that. Have you guys actually seen this person? Yeah. And? She's not real. Yeah. Not make-believe. Is she fat? No. She's not fat? What's huh? considered fat? Oh, come on. See, you're, you know, I, why am I even wasting my time? You're not yeah, going to give me an honest answer. Time, no. This business about being Mr. Diplomatic. Why, why not just give me an honest answer? There's nothing wrong with being fat. I'm fat, okay? Is she fat? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Boy, you're brutal. WQAM hello. And now, see that proves that there was uh, Miguel was the one behind no, the, thing hey, with the email. Yes, it does. Proves to me. QAM hello. Hey Neil, what's happening? How you doing, sir? Uh, I need to know what page in my book do I turn to so I can cleanse my radio for Pesach. <laughs> First, you have to get out the good book and then get out a good match. <laughs> Have a good one, Neil. As a matter of fact, it'll make good reading material when you're on the throne, because that's a good place to deposit it. Remember that thing at Gitmo? They were all bent out of shape, the uh, ragheads. Oh, they were dumping the Koran in the toilet. Well, you know something? They should take all those holy books and flush them all down the toilet. Yeah, they should. Uh, the good book says, yeah, the good book says kill everybody and stone your kids to death. Other than that. You see, I, I, I have no problem with crazy people believing whatever they want. Just leave me out of it. That's all. That's all I ask. Is that so much to ask? Just leave us out of it, those of us who don't want to participate. Oh, no, we can't do that. We have to save you. We have to save you so when that Armageddon comes, oh, just leave me out. I, I noticed that I got next week's, next year, six, of course, next year, who's looking that far ahead, six weeks and that August week. So next year, i got seven weeks vacation. So I think next year you'd be right. Like every other week, I'll be on vacation. And, of course, by next year, Joe Bell will be, like with Aerosmith, he'll be on permanent vacation. Who do you think they're going to bring in to replace him pretty soon? Think about it during the break. All right. Twelve minutes after one at 560 WQAM. The Emerald, and, by the way, Curtis for uh, Geldy. Oh, oh. Well, not really for Geldy, but Curtis in place of Geldy for uh, nobody in the two-to-four rolling slot. Isn't that kind of strange? You can't say he's filling in for Geldy because it's not the Geldy show. He's filling the uh, he's filling the hole for Geldy, Curtis. Oh, now wait a minute. We got a new schedule. Oh, we got a new schedule now, and it says George is on. Look at are these guys doing it or what? Huh? That's right. Get yourself that revised schedule. All right. And you know something? I'm going to tear the whole thing up because I don't really care because I'm not going to be here anyway. Exactly. There's the revised QM schedule. If you want to get a hold of it, and by the way, Josh, in the next break, is going to give you my list of all my vacations the next two years. That's good. 
Be sure and tell them where I'm going, the flight numbers, all of these other things, the seat number to make sure that I can you know, they can be close to them and confabulate with them on the plane. You know? All right. And sign that CD. And, and sign a CD and your uh, Neo uh, Best of 30 T-shirt. About 30, man. Whatever the hell it is. I think if Tom Jicka would have written a piece about it in the paper, see, I think if uh, Duff, instead of going to Kevin Baxter for that article, if he'd have gone to Tom Jicka, because all of our audience is in Broward, nobody reads the Herald in this thing. So I appreciate Kevin Baxter. That was a nice piece, so to speak. And the article wasn't bad either. But if, if he would have gotten over to Tom Jicka, you know, then maybe we'd have gotten a little coverage or something. But Jicka, of course, he's, he's playing hardball and hard ass. Yeah. He didn't want to. No, he, of course he didn't want to. Well, how you know that? Well, I sent them info on it. You did? Yeah. And what did he say? I didn't get a reply. Yeah, of course not, because he's playing hardball. Because I, I mention the fact every day that all he writes about is puff pieces about all the network shows. He writes nothing about local, you know. And that's because he's a loser. He's lazy and he's a loser. You're a loser, Tommy. Don't take it personally unless you want to. But you're lazy. Just like when I told you you ought to write an article about Dick Casper and the local radio. And that, that would have required a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit of work on your part. You're taking a very personal. Yeah, and you wouldn't do it. The Emerald Coast is Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet. is rated by Zagat Restaurant Review. And every Friday through Sunday night, you can enjoy Lobster Fest featuring Maine Lobster Thermidor. And every night at the Emerald Coast is Crab Fest with Laskin Snow Crab Legs, Dungeness Crab, and Jonah Stone Crabs. The menu still includes fresh oysters on a half shell and a sushi bar with over 30. Count them. About 30, man. Over 30 different items staring right back at you. The Emerald Coast also serves juicy, delicious New York steaks cooked to your order and hand car uh, prime rib. I'm so tongue-tied by it, I'm ready for lunch. And on the weekends for dessert, leave room for the Emerald Coast famous 40-inch chocolate fountain. Hand up your own strawberries, marshmallows, other decadent treats as well. I bet you can go in there and have a good pesadiki meal, as a matter of fact. Right? You don't have to have like a cheeseburger at the Emerald Coast. Check out their new... In fact, you notice one thing about the Asians, they don't eat cheese. You ever notice that? I mean, I'm not saying they don't eat it, but have you ever seen like a... In a uh, Chinese or Japanese restaurant, anything with cheese? I can't say that I have. That's probably because it has to do with a mukau. Check out their all-new you-can-eat sushi bar featuring sashimi, tuna, tataki, over 20 different types of sushi rolls, and much more. The Emerald Coast, three convenient locations, a great place to pick out this holiday weekend and get saved by the Lord. They're in Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. Reservations suggested for the Emerald Coast, call 954 Five seven two thirty eight twenty two. This is Neil Rogers. This is five sixty two a rock solid. The Florida Marlins on Sports Radio five sixty W Q A. Who sounds like a moron? It's time. Every time he speaks, it's the way God wants it to be. Wants to take a city and cover it in sweets. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. He sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. He compares the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. Ray Nagin can. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans. He never takes the blame. 
for anything you say. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll f*** off Juan Valdez. Renegan can. Renegan can. You know I can. Ray Megan can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. Just want me to say, I think I misspoke. 1240 was WGV in Geneva, New York. I'm sure it's one of your favorite stations. Not 1210. 1210 was definitely WCAU. Don't confuse people. In Philadelphia. Well, we got to get this right, our radio history, man. Radio history. we got 1,237 vote on the poll. What's your take on Iran? Impeach Bush before another invasion, before you do it again. 656, 53%. Impeach his ass, please. We can't even handle Iraq, 209. Blow them off the map, 170. All them schmatheads. No more killing, no more lies, 118. I know those weapons must be here somewhere. Uh, they're snappy dressers, 38. They uh, aren't a threat to us, 38. And I hate this poll, only 8. Solamente 8, that's amazing. That is shocking, only eight, and you want to know why. I think the chronics are in church begging for forgiveness today. Have you noticed? I mean, maybe, probably Miguel hasn't, but I bet you Josh has noticed it. It's 20 after 1 already. I don't want to give myself a canary and count my chickens before they lay the big one. But have you noticed the absence today? I mean, we had some idiots. Don't talk huh? about it. You're ruining no, it. But you know what I'm saying, though. Don't I know you? what you're saying. I'm yeah. a little surprised. And it's Friday. Wow. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be a good weekend. Oh, I'm sure it'll be a good weekend. I'm sure I'm going to find several good machines at the uh, casino tomorrow. No, you got lucky the other day. You, you probably will have a bad weekend. Yeah, but I'm not going there. I'm going to Niagara. Well. There's plenty of machines there, man. they got 3,000 machines. they got a big sports book, and they got all the table games. they got got anything you could want. And speaking of anything you want, boy, it's like, it, it, it should be called Fallsview Casino and Meat Market. Is that right? Oh. Oh. You know, they talk about... Honeymoon couples go to Niagara Falls. I don't think most of those young people are honeymoon couples, but whatever they are, they are really something else. It's not exactly like being, you know, like in Hialeah. 21 past 1 at 560 WQM. We got Curtis Stevenson at 2. No, no relation to Adelaide. But at least he ain't no Geldy. Not quite that squeaky. He's going to be on 2 to 4. Mad Dog at Finnegan's Way on South Beach at 4. 630, it's the Roberto Luongo Show from Doris Market in Pembroke Pines. What a memory. With Roberto Luongo. Good By the way, thanks to the Panthers for starting Jamie McClellan against the Leafs the other night. And I think Luongo had a bad shoulder. And also thanks for playing no defense. That helped. Marlins on deck at 7 o'clock tonight because the Marlins begin a very, very crucial, a big, muy importante weekend series against the red-hot Washington Nationals. Have the Nationals won any games yet? Yeah. Well, what's their record? I mean, I don't Mar know. Marlins are 10 and 6. But... I mean, they won a game or two. I mean, they suck. So come out for a big suck fest this weekend. The Marlins and the Washington Nats. Game time tonight, 7.35. Eddie K. after the ball game. He's back from all of his uh, plunging his guts out. Shame on you, Eddie. He's probably back for Pesach. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. This is Neil. Speaking. Neil Rogers. Third time yes. in 24 years. All right. Once every eight years. That's about right. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. Last time I, I gave you uh, Burton Cummings. <laughs> anyway, I'm celebrating Easter. I'm flying out to Vegas. Right. It's good so a, little de a little debauchery. You uh -huh. know. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, what did I want to tell you? Oh. Uh, Refrigerator yeah. Bob. Do you remember him? What is it? Refrigerator Bob. Oh, yeah, sure. Of course. Do you? 
Is that oh, you? Good, no, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, yeah, he brought us that little refrigerator. It's still sitting in the QM studio right there where these guys are sitting uh, their ass right now. Right, because they're too cheap to buy one. Right. Right. So it continues. It doesn't matter. That well, thank, tell, him, tell him thanks again for us. All right. Thanks, Tony. Good luck to you. Punch your guts out. Okay. I'll call us in about eight years. Refrigerator Bob, you see that little uh, mini fridge that's sitting there, and then, of course, the uh, microwave that's sitting on top of it. Yep. Brought, brought to us by our listeners at uh, IOD. We still use the, both of them often. Yeah, just about every day, just like I use my uh, Flavor Wave oven. And your, what about your bench? That we slept over there. Oh, yeah, the one in the house, you mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that, 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 that thing is in a different category. That, that Some guy made that big... Uh, bench with like a, 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 a lid on it, and you open it up, and there's all kinds of... I got light bulbs in it. I got all Somebody, somebody also sent me a whole bunch of light bulbs. Do you fit in it? Yeah, in fact, that's going to be my casket. <laughs> that's why I'm eating that uh, low-carb pasta now, so I can get down slim enough to use that as a, a casket. Cheap funeral, you know, because I got all those grave-robbing friends that want to like uh, have all the money left to them. 1,246 votes. See, if George were there, he would, like, jump right on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really is a hard ass. He's just brutal. Five, six, seven. Oh, let's see. Before we do that, though, this I, I got to men just mention in passing. The commander who led the elite 82nd Airborne Division during its mission in Iraq has joined the course of retired generals calling on Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld to leave the Pentagon. Leave now, Donnie, Hermann Goering, Jr., and take your amtrax with you. By the way, how are they doing on that? Do they have any more persons of interest in that uh, anthrax deal? I don't think so. Oh. Notice how we're just supposed to forget about these things? What anthrax? There's no anthrax thing. I really believe we needed a, a new Secretary of Defense because Secretary Rumsfeld carries way too much baggage with him. Retired Major General Charles Swanick told Barbara Starr on CNN uh, yesterday. You know Barbara Starr, the guy that pretends to be a chick with the black glasses? That's a guy. She's definitely got a... Swanick is the second general who served in Iraq under Rumsfeld to call for him to resign. Re retired Major General John Basti Batiste. I wonder if he's kin to Gabe Batiste, who led the 1st Infantry Division in northern Iraq in 2004-2005, called for Rumsfeld's resignation during an interview uh, Wednesday on CNN. He also suggested other changes among the top brass of the Pentagon. I think we need senior military leaders who understand the principles of war and apply them ruthlessly, and when the time comes, they need to call it like it is, he told CNN, the certainly Nazi network. Former U.S. Central Command Chief Anthony Zinni, former Army Major General Paul Eaton, and retired Marine Corps Lieutenant General Gregory Newbold also have said, Retire! to a Rumsfeld. But he ain't going anywhere. Swanick is critical of Rumsfeld's management style. Specifically, I feel he's uh, micromanaged the generals who are leading our forces, and I believe he has culpability associated with the Abu Ghraib prison scandal, and so rather than admitting these mistakes, he continually justifies them to the press, and that really disallows him from moving our strategy forward. Swanick, who served more than 30 years in the Army, said part of the problem at the Pentagon is Rumsfeld's system of promoting senior leaders, and it goes on and on. When in doubt, they want his ass out. Kick his ass out, Hermann Goering. Smartass. And he holds those press conferences there, those briefings, and then the media sit there, ah, and they make all the little funnies back and forth. Everything is real funny, and all these people are dying. All these people walking around or just stumbling around with no limbs, no legs, no arms, no eyes, no brain, in his case. And everything is, ha, 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 ha. Just like when Bush did that thing at the media uh, press corps dinner. Uh, was it last year? I think it was last year. He, he, should have been, he should have been impeached just for that. 
Oh, I don't see any weapons over here. And then he goes across. I don't see any over here. And they're all, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, very funny. Tell that to the parents of all those dead kids. Very amusing. Twenty, And the public is worried about, you know, Barry Bonds and about, uh, you know, the, the uh, Duke, Duke lacrosse team. And why? Because the media, I told you this during the Alien days, that wasn't anybody's business. It was a private cu child custody case. There wasn't any reason anybody had to stick their big nose into it, including Ramon Saul Sanchez. God. So anyway, I bet you Miguel would know how Maris Grisias is doing. What's she doing? I still don't know. Well, you better, that, that's your assignment. Yeah, I'll go find out. After you stop bugging uh, Joe Bell about these CDs, find oh, out about yeah. Maris Grisias. Hey, here's a silly question. Have you tried the pizza and pasta at John the Baker's? Well, if you have any taste at all, the answer is obviously yes. You know how great it is. John the Baker, the best Italian restaurant this side of University Drive. And now two gro uh, great locations for you. Two Groat locations. Remember Dick Groat, shortstop, Pittsburgh Pirates, 1960. Brand new in the Sterling Town Center, Sterling Road, just west of Pine Island, Cooper City, and the classic John the Baker in Pembroke Pine, just west of Flamingo and the Home Depot Center on Pines Boulevard. The food is sensational. The portions are gigantic, and everything is cooked fresh just the way you love it. Plus, with John DeBaker's low, low prices, you can take the whole family for lunch or dinner and stay well within your budget, too. When you go into John DeBaker, Duff wants you, please, to ask for the Neal Deal. It's unbeatable. Large 16-inch pizza, 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 half a dozen garlic rolls, and two fountain cokes for only fourteen seventy-five. By the way, uh, Miguel, Josh said uh, something on the air yesterday. Take out or dine in tonight. Call 954-431-4315 in Pembroke Pines or in Cooper City. Call 954-252-0091. Some of the best pizza you've had in a long time. Pasta, veal, chicken, parmesan, sausage, and peppers. All your favorite subs all waiting for you. You can't beat it at John the Baker. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Friday, you... If anybody has opinion, dissenting from our way, place your name into the system as enemy of the state. Don't even bother to question, just follow and obey. Everybody's turning fascist. USA. In the act of patriotism, we're watching all of you. Everyone got a suspicion, so that's what you do. This has information, and all you mindless fools, in Bush Fatherland Nation. USA. You gotta hate those Jews and Clinton liberals too. Believe everything we tell you. Absolutely. And the state run news. Blood war for corporate. Fill up your escalade. A Reuben Cheney Bush venue. Fascist USA. We don't mind to see our jobs go. A bad economy's good. We're fascinated by J-Lo. Don't read no stupid books. All now are in The tax 
134, Curtis Stevenson standing by, too. He's going to be talking heavy-duty hockey talk, I'm sure of that, and uh, Marlins, too. And don't forget about, you know. Here's a story you're going to like, All right. unless you're a cat lover. Far from the bright lights of Broadway, a drama of a different sort is playing out in the nooks and crannies of a 19th century building in Manhattan's Greenwich Village. Poor Molly. Oh, you've seen this? Yes. A cast of characters, including animal rescuers and self-described cat therapists, continue their effort today to lure an 11-year-old, oh, an 11-month-old, excuse me, black cat named Molly out from the innards of the building where she's been trapped for nearly two weeks. Here, Molly. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. The activity was centered at the basement wall and ceiling of a Greenwich Village delicatessen where Molly had been official house mouser until wandering into a narrow space between walls and becoming lost in what rescue supervisor Mike Pastore described as a maze of beams and pipes going every which way. Every which way but loose. Rescue efforts resumed about 8.30 this morning, said Pastore. We're still drilling holes, but so far, nada. I don't tell me you saw an update on this because that would make this story obsolete. No, I, I saw them searching this morning. They're still searching? Yeah. With city building officials on hand to supervise, more bricks were hammered out in the cellar of the 157-year-old four-story building on Hudson Street. The edifice is part of a landmark historic district where alterations are prohibited without official permission. Yesterday, Pastor said he hoped Molly's situation would be seen as enough of an emergency so we can knock out a few more bricks. Just like they did in the sales department. They knocked several bricks out. The Landmarks Commission told rescuers they should do whatever is necessary to recover the cat. Agency spokeswoman Diane Jackier said... In another move, two kittens were brought to the scene in a carry-on cage in hopes that their mewing might trigger Molly's maternal instincts enough to draw her out. Meow. Pastor, a field director for Animal Care and Control, a private organization with a city contract to handle lost, injured, and unwanted animals, said the rescue was the most difficult in his experience. Oh, they really ought to buy our CD now just in honor of Molly, shouldn't they? Oh, yeah. I've done this dozens of times, even in zero neighborhoods where you're lucky to get alive, he said. Molly's meowing could be heard so clearly on the sidewalk outside the building, it seemed like she might be a foot or less inside the wall, though blocked from view by vertical studs and other obstructions. Here's one of the great lines in all history. She's right there, said Pastore. I'd like her to be able to reach in and grab a piece of fur. That's what's so frustrating. <laughs> I told you. Okay. On Wednesday, bricks had been carefully removed at various spots to give Molly an escape route. Molly stayed put. Pastore's team got a fleeting look at Molly through a tiny video camera sneaked into the crawl space, but couldn't get to her. A cage baited with food was left overnight. Molly didn't bite. Even catnip, the feline aphrodisiac, had no effect on the timorous tabby. Television reporters solicited the views of dog walkers, other passersby, who paused to watch the activity that was making headlines all across the USA and abroad. I think she's really scared, but I think she'll come out. See, like I said, there's all kinds of innocent people dying all over the world because of this Bush uh, fascist regime and worried about putty cats. Yeah, kitty, kitty, kitty. I think she's really scared, but I think she'll come out, offered Catherine. That's probably like Tom Cruise, too. He's scared, but maybe one day he'll come out. Said Catherine Meta, Tana was walking her small dog, Pepito, with babysitter Philomena Brady. What's more ridiculous, Pepito or Philomena? On Thursday, Carol Wilborn, the cat therapist, knelt on the sidewalk next to the building's outer wall and tried to coax Molly out with what she hoped were soothing words. I hear you, sweetheart, she cooed. Come on, Molly, you can do it. Everybody wants you to come out. Nobody's going to hurt you. It's like that scene in the South Park where they're trying to coax Tom into coming out of the closet. After a few minutes, one of Pastore's aides wearing a surgical mask emerged from the dusty cellar and asked Wilborn to stop. I think you're stressing her out, she said. Wilborn complied, saying that she'd been trying to give inspiration to the wayward uh, cat. I care, she told reporters. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't care. 
Amid the activity, business went on inside Myers of Keswick, a popular deli store <laughs> that specializes in meat pies, clotted cream, and other British food specialties. Meat pies and clotted cream. Oh, those British. I'm very busy, said proprietor Peter Myers, who opened the store 20 years ago and kept Molly to catch mice. Pastor said the search for Molly is one of the current concerns in animal care and control coinciding with the recovery of a male sheep in New York and a wild turkey named Hedda Gobbler that was roaming the grounds of Manhattan apartment complex and was released in the park today. Hedda Gobbler. I thought that was Miss Fudge. I thought he was trying to be the next Hedda Gobbler. Or Greta, whatever her name was, Hedda Hopper. 1,265 votes on the poll. We're going to get to 1,300, you know what? It's amazing. Look at this. Bush says that Rumsfeld's leadership is energetic and steady. Of the number of... There's that unctuous Kira Phillips. Public. That's right. And, again, that is exactly why uh, I think when you flip it around, it's not just retired generals coming out. Who's really coming forward and stepping up to defend the defense secretary? It's been fairly quiet from Republican leaders on Capitol Hill, for example. We have not seen statements coming out from very senior Republicans. Saying, and now your president said, oh, he's doing it, man. He's my kind of guy. That's what your president said today. Abu Ghraib. 20 till 2 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Good Friday, man. I don't know what you say on Good Friday. Like, uh, happy, uh, hope that God uh, smiles down on you. All those other silly fairy tales, right? Yeah, have a good uh, Friday. And I hope it's uh, the right God, too. Not not the, uh, yeah, not Mohammed and not Yeshua and not uh, whatever other guest you were talking about. I hope it's the right God. And I hope their first child will be a masculine child. Hey, for years I've been telling you about Donna Mattress and their outstanding service. If you thought dialing 1-800-MATTRESS on the phone was easy, go check out mattress.com on the web. You shop whenever and wherever you want. When you log on to Dallamattress's mattress.com page, you'll see the extensive product line from Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. And you'll also see photos, prices, and a whole lot more. You can do the whole ordering process online, or after you visit their website, mattress.com, just pick up the old instrument, call 1-800-MATTRESS, and place your order and schedule delivery when it's convenient for you, any two-hour window that you pick. Right now, take advantage of Dollar Mattress's great 12-month financing program, too. It's great. When you call Dollar Mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS, you get factory direct prices lower than the chain stores, even during those so-called big sales. So do the smart thing. Call right now to Dollar Mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS, the easiest piece of shopping anybody could ever do. Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now. Talk with an expert betting consultant or log on to their website, mattress.com, to guarantee yourself the best sleep you've had in years and years. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last as because it stands for sensational, stupendous savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Doctor's too. Shaking things too dark for fun to see. While getting fondled by a cartoon character breeze. Our father, the Lord, will love her. Help us answer all voices in our head. The 
that our night is on. We're waving our snakes so long they get in the cars we take us away. One forty-six, fourteen till two in English at five sixty QAM, Reno, Nevada. A federal judge gave a ninth grader permission today, yesterday, to recite a poem at a state competition that his school objected to, claiming it contained profanity. The words "hell" and "damn" in W. H. Auden's "The More Loving One" do not constitute offensive language that could disrupt the school's educational priorities, said U.S. District Judge Brian Sandoval. It's a good thing they didn't ask Joyce. He issued a temporary restraining order sought by Jacob Baymire Smith, fourteen. After school administrators at the Coral Academy of Science told him, oh, the Coral Academy of Science, told him he couldn't use the poem in future competitions. The teen intends to recite it April 22th during Poetry Out Loud, a contest sponsored by the National Endowment of the Arts and the Poetry Foundation. Poetry Out Loud. I wonder if Bill Tech's going to be there. And granting the injunction, Sandoval said there was a total absence of any evidence that the school's prohibition was legal under the Constitution. And, oh, well, if that's the case, then how come we're not uh, suing Joyce? I wonder if all her prohibitions are legal under the U.S. Constitution. What do you think, huh? Not. Okay. And that the teen likely would be able to prove his First Amendment rights were being violated. I think I'm going to sue and prove my First Amendment rights are being violated. Fitch. Academy Attorney John Olson. Johnny Olson, remember him? Come on down. Remember Johnny Olson? You don't? From don't The Price is so. Right? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Come on. Had the big glasses, you know, John. And then Rod Roddy came along with those uh, silk uh, suits he used to get in Taiwan when he was there. Uh, oh, God. And then he died. And that Bob Barker, who just turned 116, he's still on there. What a joke. Academy Attorney Johnny Olson said Sandoval's ruling was not unexpected. He had argued that the issue was not about free speech, but the school's ability to set educational standards. Baymire Smith selected his poem from an anthology of pre-approved works by contest sponsors. A day after he recited the poem at a district contest April 5, Academy Human Resources Dean Stephen West reprimanded his English teacher and others for the performance. West then told the team to select another poem because the Auden work contained profanity according to court documents. In a hearing Wednesday, the team told the judge he practiced the poem twice a day for two months and forcing him to choose another would be unfair. Well, hell and damn, that's what I would say. Hell and damn. Boy, that should be our biggest problem, right? Yeah. Boy, that should be our, our biggest problem is what Josh said the other day on the air. Miguel, did you tell Miguel what you said? He yeah, me, and I did. I'm, I'm offended. Or did you deny it? He said this. This. He didn't put the letters necessarily in that order, but this. <laughs> 1,265 votes on our poll. Oh, we wanted to get to 1,300, and we, we just stopped. 1,265, we just died. Well, that's because they're all off to church now. Or are they already home from church? What time do you go to church on Good Friday? Morning? Noon? Noon mass? I don't know, man. Well, that means they're probably all in the bar now getting drunk, trying to pick up some floozy, wouldn't you think? That's what I'll be doing. He'll be in the bar. You won't be trying to pick up no floozy, though. You already got your, uh, or are you still with that person? Huh? Yeah, you got your own floozy. Probably brings home gallons of vodka. Josh is in the kitchen cooking up that... 
that's low, that Dreamfield pasta. Just wash it down with about a quart of vodka. Still 1265. I guess that's it. I guess we're done on that the internet, on the website. That's not strange. too bad. Huh? Not too bad. Though. Oh, no, during the show, 1265, I think that's a real feather in your cap. Not that you had anything to do with it. Don't forget to tell George. He's doing the stuff. Uh, I got your stories for tomorrow. But starting for Sunday and through uh, the following weekend, he's uh, it's in his fine hands, okay? Okay. Good thing that that came up. Otherwise, otherwise we'd have had a real uh, crisis there on Monday, you know? Would have been a big to-do. Would have been a big simus about that, as the Chinese say, because George would have been sitting there waiting for me to, like, open the audio there from, uh, you know. Oh, there are five children. Oh, all not her. God, no, from, like, City Pulse. Where's City Pulse? Come on, you can do it. There it is. Do we have to do this every time we come home? Yeah, they do. They're doing it again. Uh, and uh, and I wouldn't have been there. There would have been no audio. And was, oh, gee, what happened to Neil? Maybe Neil's dead. I'm pretty sure I told him to change it. He just probably forgot. He's under a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, because his, his manager lies to him a lot. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You just came up with a tremendous idea a while ago when you said about Sue and Joyce. There's got to be some lawyer out there who would work pro bono for you on it. And I would think it could probably be a class action suit because many of your listeners are, are, are not enjoying your show as much because it's been so sanitized. Yeah, that's just sanitized. It's, it would be like taking a taking a fine bottle of wine, of aged wine, and like putting a tap water in it. Absolutely. I mean, there are things that you did. Your show to me was always entertainment. I've been down here 12 years, yeah. and I've been listening to you for 12 years. The last three years, I find myself hitting the buttons more and more and more Uh-oh. because it's not as enjoyable as it was. Oy. Don't do that. I said, you know, you, you know, I'm still here. I'm listening now, but today for a couple hours I was at business and stuff. I used to arrange my schedule almost around your show. Right, well, and so did everybody else. Well, this current regime, man, they're just a bunch of wusses, man. They're like that kitty cat that's lost in the walls, you know? Yeah. Just a bunch of wusses. And the other thing earlier... And I... they, they've abandoned the ship. They've let Joyce take the controls, and they admit that. Joyce calls all the shots. And uh, and they're just sitting there, oh, gee, doesn't everybody like me? Uh, yeah, I like that crap. Like like that stupid email I'll get this morning about the fundraiser, oh. you know? Now, I heard that this morning, and I had to go away for a while, but one of the things, I've been in marketing for 27 years. Yeah. One of the things you did years ago is you used to have locations where they had the, whether it was uh, Barnes & Nobles or Borders, whatever. Right. Places that made it easier. A lot of people don't go on the Internet. They don't want to do credit cards and this stuff, you know, identity stuff and like that. But they were around, and it was advertised. And none of that was done has been done this year. Yeah. And secondly, I also think that CDs, as you said, are kind of becoming a little bit old. They're not as Stay cutting up. edge as they were. Like right. You're, and, and you probably shouldn't have done it this year. I purchased it. I enjoy it. But a lot of the bits I have already are other, other, right, other Exactly. Programs. That's what I said. I mean, people, you know, as, as tight as money is for people these days, three bucks a gallon for gas, uh, people aren't going to go out and spend money to get something they've already got most of it uh, on other stuff. And you can pick it up and download it with an MP3. Off your oh, like I said, don't say that. <laughs> have a great well, holiday, pal. Have a good holiday. I will. Three o'clock is when you go to the Bubby Mighty today. Okay, well, listen, uh, pray for me. Okay, I will, and enjoy your vacation. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Yeah, pray for us, man. We need it. We got Joyce. We haven't got a prayer. Remember Dion Warwick? I said a little prayer, and Urethra Franklin sung it, sang it. Well, with Joyce, we haven't got a prayer. Of course, with this new management crew. See, if this guy had any cojones, which he obviously doesn't, he would say, listen, you, you people are just, you're destroying our, uh, our radio station, and you're not letting our number one show there. You're not letting them do anything. He told me that, but he doesn't tell that, then that. See, telling that to me, I already know that, Joe. I already know these things, all of these uh, All of these things. things. That they're like, uh, got my hands tied behind my back, and they got like a gag. How do you do a talk show when you got a gag over your mouth? You know what I'm saying? Good point. 
like Professor Moriarty used to do to Sherlock Holmes all the time. Which, I'm dying yeah, over here. Like that. that was a good call. See, I told you. I don't understand what happened, though. How is it possible we got to 1265? And is that is something wrong with our website now? I don't want to, like, walk out of here at 2 o'clock and then find out, oh, well, uh, Eric had some kind of a, uh, the, the cat got caught in the wall. There's something very strange there. What do you got? Look on your thing there. What do you got? How many votes? Hold on. His, his computer is really slow now when he, when he says that. I, I still got 1265. Yeah. My, my just, it got to there. We were smoking a lot, and then that's it. That's the end. Hmm. Like the doors would say, this is the end. It's just, uh, I think it's an omen, man. I think it's a sign. It's on Good Friday, Pesach. It's, I think it's a sign from God. This is Neil Rogers. Oh, oh, oh. This is 560 QAM. Miami Town. Oh, great. At 560 WQAM. Oh! I believe that rehab's in my future. If I keep carrying on this way. If I said I'm sober, it was just a lie. I'm so freaking high, but it is easier than go to a meeting and say hi, my name is with me. I started long ago, smoked some pot and did a little blow, heroin and LSD, angel dust and some peyote, love crystal meth. Lying if I say that I'm drunk free Airports of purity They found some pot on me You'll find the greatest Drugs are all inside 